Welcome to our Rollmaster actual play session. Twilight of the Old Order and Ain't No Place for a Hero are two campaigns currently co-joined, set in the world of Duranaki, the continent of men. In this gritty, cutthroat world, politics, religion, and commerce are all intertwined and reign supreme. Characters need to be both smart and ruthless to survive. We hope you enjoy our story, and, as always, may the dice roll in your favour. This is episode 120 of Twilight of the Old Order, and episode 97 of Ain't No Place for a Hero. The two parties have been reunited, and are now neck deep in the middle of a dangerous mission on a forgotten dismal island. We rejoin our heroes mid-fight with vicious, bloodthirsty attack dogs and a flying shock bolt casting foe. Hello, I'm Chris, otherwise known as GM Chance. And firstly, Happy New Year! This is January 2024. We are all fresh and refreshed after a nice summer break in New Zealand. And this is the first game of the new year. Very exciting. Welcome to our story, or stories, uh, as I quite like to start these videos. There are two campaigns uh, for, for new viewers to our channel. There are two uh, Rollmaster campaigns that have been running for quite some time. The first is Twilight of the Old Order. The second is Ain't No Place for a Hero. Five characters in, uh, sorry, six characters in Twilight. Uh, seven characters in Hero. And there they are, up on screen. Uh, we, in a second or two, we will uh, hear from each one of the players that plays these characters. And then a bit later on, they'll answer a character development question that I sent out a bit earlier in the week. Just my, my usual thanks. Um, we are now into a new year after starting the channel last year. Uh, we're, we're growing, it's fun. Um, we get some great feedback, some great comments, and, and just general generally good moral support from uh, the people that follow us and, and comment. So our thanks to you. We're, we're thrilled that um, our hobby, something that we do uh, in our spare time, something that we, uh, that we enjoy, uh, is giving other people pleasure in terms of following the trials and tribulations and adventures of uh, this gang of misfits that you can see up on up on screen. What we, what I, we would say to you is, uh, if you're enjoying what you're seeing, uh, if you're perhaps new to to what we're the stories we're telling, or if you've been watching us for a bit and you're actually getting something out of it. You find yourself laughing, you find the, the stories interesting, you find the character development uh, and the, the intricacies of how each character interrelates with others. The love triangles, or I think it's even extended out to a love square perhaps now, um, that's developing in, in a couple of the games, well, in one of the games at least. If, you, if you're enjoying it, really encourage you uh, to click the little button down below for a like or even better, a subscribe. It really does help. It helps grow the channel, and it helps other people like you that are watching this uh, find us. Thanks very much. All right, as mentioned, uh, each of the the players now will introduce the characters 
that they're going to be playing this evening. And I think we're starting off with Pete. Take it away, Pete. Hi, I'm Pete, and in this episode I'll be playing Leif. Leif is a half-elf warrior mage, which uh, means he uses uh, weapons as well as magic. He's a friendly fellow, um, very empathetic, and uh, yeah, a really kind uh, member of the party. Um, kia ora, I'm Mason, and for this episode I'm playing Demos. Uh, he's a very attractive, very hunky, very buff mixed man. Um, really great with his spear and shield, and he can whip out some swords if he needs to. Um, he's not the most intelligent person, but he makes up for it with a lot of kindness, um, a lot of gentleness, except for when he's fighting. Uh, and he's been with the party for a little while, has thoroughly enjoyed his time with them, um, is very much looking forward to saving the world. And on the side, he is looking and hoping to find his long lost sister that was kidnapped a long, long time ago. Hi, I'm Graham. I play Nyathanol, Nyathanol Sherakir. She is a magent, which is a mix of uh, stealthy skills, fighting skills, and uh, magic skills, mentalism, magic of the mind. She is a complex character, um, something of a religious fundamentalist um, who believes in assassination as a sacred endeavor. Uh, she keeps that well hidden, however. She has a, a dab hand with a short sword um, and uh, uses her magic and sneaky ability to good use and sneaking up on her adversaries. Uh, hi, my name's Giles. Um, and for this episode, uh, I'm playing Tarquin. Uh, so Tarquin is a young, um, ridiculously good-looking half-elf. Um, during his uh, early life and adolescence, he's been well-trained uh, in the gentle arts of thievery, uh, charming others using his remarkably good looks, uh, and of course, violence. Um, he is in his own way a religious man, and he's out looking for some understanding as to what's happened uh, to his homelands. Kia ora, I'm Alex, and for this episode I'm playing Keros. Uh, Keros is a young North woman. She's a weather mage, a pretty powerful weather mage, um, with some very cool spells. Um, she's quite sweet and kind, um, a bit emotionally labile, but wears a heart on a sleeve and a strong moral compass. She also has a companion, um, a cat called Victory, who's a very important member of the party, um, and Victory was rescued, oh there's Victory, a wee while ago um, from impending doom. Hello, I'm Graham. I play Etienne Gilderflower. He is a genitrist, which is a type of paladin or holy warrior. He follows the teachings of Aphrodite, the goddess of love, and he believes that her will um, leads him on makes decisions based on the dreams he receives or thinks he receives from his goddess. He has uh, joined the party uh, on the mission to, as he understands it, to save the old order, the, the, the world as they know it. He is a very charming, very good looking man, a very eccentric man, uh, speaks in riddles and rhymes most of the time, uh, but he believes in a higher purpose. He's a very dab hand with a sword, usually found in full plate. I'm Pete and I'll be playing Mithan in this episode. Uh, Mithan is a uh, ranger, 
Um, she's a high man. Um, she's pretty good at outdoor skills and she's a pretty good archer. She's not a people person. Um, she doesn't really care about people's feelings, although she's beginning to um, in, this, in this party. Hi, I'm Aiden and I'm playing Grey. Uh, Grey is a very handsome half-elf uh, who doesn't really believe in wearing shirts. Um, he's constantly just displaying his body all the time. <laughs> uh, which, you know, he's, he's got it, so he's flaunting it. Um, he's got a bit of a tragic backstory. Uh, pretty much everyone he's ever really cared about has been murdered brutally. Uh, but despite that, he's, uh, he's still a lovely, lovely guy. Uh, he's very caring, uh, cares a lot about his, his teammates and also animals, loves animals, um, as he is a beast master. Uh, so he has the power to kind of like, kind of, I don't know, not control, but well, he can control animals, but he can also kind of interact with them and understand them and um, get them to help him do what he needs to do. Uh, when he's not using his magic, he is a bit of a dab hand with an axe. He uh, is very good at chopping things, chopping enemies, <laughs> uh, and also good with a, a little bit of uh, stabby stabby and a crossbow as well. Um, he has a bird called Wingy uh, that is his uh, best friend. <laughs> Is, uh, needs to have a bit more of a story, I guess. Uh, she'll she'll come into it a bit more like down the road, I think. Um, yeah, that's Gray. Hello, I'm Graham, and I play Severin Kaidegard, who is a human swordsman, uh, a dab hand at the sword, and spent his whole life training in swordsmanship. He is a very charming fellow, and fancies himself as a bit of a leader. Hi, I'm Stara, I play Jada. She's a six foot seven Arab looking woman. Uh, she fights with a quarterstaff, but not often because she's a healer. Uh, she grew up in a monastery where they adopted her and she has just um, been taught how to heal, do martial arts, that's all she's done her entire life. Hello, I'm Graham, and I'm playing Tanya Anastasia, who is an elven Hunter. Dab hand with a bow, she has some outdoor skills, some very adept sneaky skills, and it's an interesting personality, a little bit spiky, a little bit difficult to know, but inside, a good egg. Kia ora everyone, my name's Anthony, and for this episode I'm playing Askalian, or Askel for short. He's a tall half-elf warrior mage who comes from the port city of Shabibi, and accordingly his favourite weapon is his ornate cutlass. As a warrior mage, Askel combines his offensive and defensive spells along with his prowess with his cutlass and in unarmed combat. Kia ora, my name's Pete and I'll be playing Nicholas in this episode. Nicholas is a common man and a mentat by profession. Um, that means he is a spell user and he uses spells from the mentalism realm. Nicholas is a quiet and sort of um, unassuming sort of fellow. He doesn't like to draw attention to himself. There we go. Aren't they a fantastic bunch? Um, well introduced all. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, and now quickly handing over to the players again to answer one of the three or four character development questions which I send out 
these questions are designed to kind of plumb the depths of a particular character give a bit more insight to both the player and to us as the audience uh, a bit more about what makes that character character tick and tonight we are kicking off with mason mason take it away please thanks chris um so i'm i'm playing demos and gray tonight so for them the question is how do you view the natural um for gray i think he just loves just, the natural he sorry, is a sorry just missed the sorry you're just coming sorry to cut you off uh, mason no that's okay your your mic is just cutting off a little bit um i didn't hear oh. the question oh no the question yes how do you view the natural world there we go okay sorry um so for gray i think he loves the natural world he's a beast master by trade um he used to live out in the in the, in nature um he used to live with all i think so yeah <laughs> Big, big nature dude, loves the natural world. Yeah, and for Demos, um, he really appreciates the natural world. He sort of, not even lived in it as such, but he's come from, he, not great wealth, but he was in a wealthy area um, and got to see lots of beautiful gardens and such, so he really appreciates the natural beauty there. Fantastic. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, just before I ask you who you're handing over to, for some reason, yeah, your your, your mic is clipping a little bit. Um, may want to just check, have a look at your settings or something. Uh, if you haven't, um, there's a really good thing in Discord that you can go into, which kind of automates your settings. So under voice and video. But yeah, for some reason this evening, Mason, I don't know if you've done something different, but it's just cutting off some of your. Words. Okay, That's I'll right. pop. I'll pop off and then I'll pop back in. See cool. if I can fix it. Nice one. Who are you handing over to, please? Um, I'll pass over to Giles. Giles. Uh, thank you very much, Mason. So tonight I'm playing two characters. Um, so the first character is Tarquin. Um, and for his question is, what's a sacrifice you've made for others? Well, Tarquin, a long time ago, was um, rescued from a very tight situation by Etienne, uh, another one of the characters here. And he made the promise to Etienne he would repay the favour. Um, and of course, this is something Tarquin will do and feels like a sacrifice not being the sort of person who usually makes promises like that uh the second character i'm playing is askillian askill he's a warrior mage um and the question for him is what's a lie you've told that haunts you um so askillian has told someone once that his favored uh, weapon his cutlass oh, cutlass was a weapon he made himself which is a frank lie he stole it um, and it worries him he's told that lie and maybe that explains why it doesn't work as well as he'd like for him. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm going to pass over to Pete. Pete. That's a very interesting piece of information about this. <laughs> Love it. Uh, thanks, Giles. Um, um, so I'm going to be playing um, four characters tonight. Um, First of which is uh, the question for life is uh, the same one. Uh, what's a lie you've told that haunts you? So um, Leif told uh, something of a white lie to his father when his father was in his old age and to his, his sort of stepmother who was his, you know, his mother, um, which was about um, his father was inquiring <laughs> about him not knowing who his mother was bothered Leif. And Leif could tell that it sort of was to be hurtful to his father and especially to his stepmother if he told the truth which was that yeah he did 
it did bother him. He do, does want to know who his, who his biological mother is. Um, he does want to go and find her, and she does have a significance in his life. Um, but yeah, so he regrets telling. Now that his father has died and his stepmother, you know, he sort of, you know, one of those, one of those sorts of regrets you have. Doesn't you know? He did it. He did it out of love. He didn't want to hurt hurt them, but um, just it, it niggles sometimes. Um, the next character is Mithan, and the question for her is, uh, how do you view the natural world? Um, she's a ranger. She she absolutely loves the natural world. That is her. That's what makes her tick. That's how she relates to everything. Um, she's not particularly interested in people. She doesn't. She sees the natural world as you know. That's where we are from. That's that's reality, and the stuff that people do is a bit shit. And a bit. It's a lot less meaningful. Than the, than, than the natural world. That's right. the real, she says, the natural world as being the real, really the real important thing. Okay. Um, next character is Nicholas. Um, uh, what's the sacrifice you've made for others? Um, it's the sacrifice of the set him on this adventure, this quest. Um, he is from a Mara, a, Mara, a Mara tribe, which is a sort of a, well, in his opinion, quite a sort of a basic people, uh, not particularly sophisticated, sort of. Uh, yeah, but throwbacks and, and things like that. But they do have, and they have this family, they have this cultural tradition called a werehull, which is where if you sort of have a feud with another family or another people, you go and steal something of theirs, and then sort of the chase is on. The people who were stolen from pursue this person, and they are within their rights to kill them. Um, that happened to Nicholas's family. Uh, a, a ring was, an heirloom ring was stolen from the family. Nicholas was not at all interested in pursuing this werehull. He just, he thinks it's mumbo jumbo and ridiculous. But his mother, who is more strongly uh, tied to his people's traditions, requested it of him, and he grudgingly has gone out and taken time out from his studies to go out into the world to pursue this cultural tradition. Um, the last person is Jada. So um, Star is not here tonight, so I'll be um, playing Jada. And same question for her. Um, what's a sacrifice you've made for others? Well, I believe, you know, being raised in the monastery, um, in this, the haven and the, the pure place of a monastery, I believe she would see that going out into the world and being amongst heathens mm. um, and having to tolerate their ways, um, all in the name of trying, well, trying to help show them the light, mm. as, as well as establishing her hospital, I, she would, I think that she might well see that that is a sacrifice, but a sacrifice she's willingly making to try and provide salvation to people. Healers mm. without borders. Healers Without Borders, that's right, yeah. Excellent. Well done, Jada. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. Um, can we please pass over to Graham? Hello. Uh, I'll be playing four characters in this game. Um, starting with Severin, um, the lie that plays on his mind. I mean, he's a decent chap, generally, and but sometimes when push comes to the shove and they're in a squeeze, sometimes you have to sort of bend bend your outlook a little bit and, and compromise your principles and he does uh, uh back in the day when they were making their way through the jungle they had sort of befriended an orc and um that's right had sort of assured him that he no harm would come to him and severin was uh very much involved in persuading uh him to um that he would be okay if we allied ourselves with some elves but in his heart, he didn't believe it, but he just needed to defuse the situation because they were being attacked at the same time. It was a kind of a move to to 
to protect the party, but it did result in that orc's death, and they'd spent you know a lot of time together, and he feels bad about that. Um, Tenya, in terms of her respecting the natural, uh, the, what she thinks of the natural world, she respects it deeply. She's a hunter. She would certainly wish seek to preserve it wherever possible. She appreciates its beauty, but particularly she's thankful of its bounty. Excellent. Um, um she has told a lie that does trouble her a little bit, and she once promised her partner that she she would write that if she ever died, then she would she would too would would rather die than live on without her. And she knew when she said it, she you know her instinct for self-preservation is is quite formidable. Uh, and she in her heart she knew that wasn't the case. And her partner did die, and she fled. Um, and she feels that troubles her a little bit. It rocks her. Um, see, even psychopaths have feelings. Um, <laughs> and at the end, um, uh, what does he think of nature? Well, it's all wrapped up in, for him, it's all wrapped up in his worship of the goddess. Um, as, as he would put it, she is the power of passion, the force that moves the stars, the waves that rock the sea, the animals in the fields in spring, and the light of the evening star. She walks in fresh fields, her tracks are on the land. She is everywhere and no place, in a state not contained by man, in a church not made with hands. That's how he'd say it. Genius. Love, love a bit of Etienne. Excellent. Thank you very much. There is one last person to hear from. Take it away, Alex. Thank you. And that's gorgeous, Graham. I look at my bunnies and I'm going to think of Etienne from now on. Um, also, GM, great questions. I love it when there's three questions and it's really hard to pick one. And it was really hard for me tonight. But Keros is going to answer what sacrifice you've made, have you made for others? Um, so she doesn't think about actions in terms of sacrifice or not sacrifice. She's not into martyrdom. She's not into all of that. She just believes what she does is right. Um, she may not have done really big things like other party members. Um, other people may differ, but um, anything she does is just part of the right thing to do for her. It's not a sacrifice. Having said that, she has come to the conclusion that if push came to shove, she might sacrifice her life. Okay. And that's, that, that would be not a sacrifice. It would be the right thing to do. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank you. The end. The, the, the end. Thank you. Well, thank, thank you, Keros. Thank you, one and all. That's the team in all their glory, all, all 13 of them. Well introduced. Um, I, yeah, I always say this, but I genuinely do. I have known these characters for a long time now, some of them for a very long time, but I always learn just that little nugget or, or a little bit more of an insight about them. And, and Graham, just thinking back, um, this was a... Uh, the, the, the session with the orc that you described this was way back before we were recording videos but it was a particularly brutal death and uh, yes I can understand why Severin might, might be feeling a little bit amiss about that very good folks um, Pete can I call on you please to do your I guess regular um, update it's been uh, you know what, what are we halfway through January uh, we last played at the end of December 
so it's been a few weeks um so both for people's memories but also for our players memories i'll try to accompany what you say with images up on screen and, and a map but let's let's see how we go pete go for it sure thing yeah it's gonna be a head scratcher for me too um so the beginning of the so we're on the um dual island to uh intercept a shipment of arms uh, that's on the island that's going to be shipped off on the very day we start to play um we are doing this for the monmen uh, we are up against the um, UPP, the United Peasants Party, um, or all the representatives, the um, Turing, or TCOS, Turing, sort of, so State Security, sorry. Committee of State Security, yes. Committee, thank you very much. Um, and incidentally, also, um, oh, what are their names again? The Bitter, Bitter Order? Yes. Yes, a group of mercenaries. Um, we started the session uh, not far from where we had learned their base was, um, which was uh, in a cave at the bottom of a cliff on sort of a beach. And then we are up there on the screen is the map of the top of the cliffs. And we started... Um, so our plan was to sneak up and gather information, basically. So the, the party sort of hid. Uh, Nathanel was our forward scout, um, I'm going to cut a long story short, it involves her falling in a trap, it involves us seeing someone who might or might not have been there, um, but essentially we advanced to the base of the rock, oh, there's that nasty trap, um, to um, a, a position to hold, whilst Nathanel went and explored uh, the uh, approach to the path down to the beach. Um, um, my understanding of that incident was that uh, all things were going well until she encountered, um, she was invisible, and she, until she encountered another invisible person, they basically ran into each other, and then the game was up. That person registered she was there, tried to attack her, I think she did escape, but he sounded the alarm, and now we're under attack, basically. Did you want to add anything, Graham? No, that's pretty accurate. And I think we'll be seeing the map soon and we'll get a bit of an explanation of our exact situation soon. Yeah. Cool. Excellent. Um, any... So, yes indeed. Uh, this map here wasn't playing ball last time. I had too much animation on. So we moved it down this area. This area here is actually this bit here. I'm just going to switch my dogs down a little bit, a little bit loud. There we go. There we go. Um, so, characters are down here. They have uh, put up... They, Keros, has put up uh, two ice walls. One here. And one here that you can see. Sprinting at you at pace uh, from this direction. There's one here. And then... Oops. And then two more here. One, two. Uh, about 100 foot away. Uh, absolutely fearsome. Pretty horrendous looking. Uh, clearly attack dogs. Also, some of you saw for a second 
um, a figure, and I'll show you where on the map they appeared. This guy here, he didn't have a flaming sword, but he did have a spell, which he shot down uh, at Leif, actually, uh, and then disappeared again. Um, he was, just to show you, he appeared <coughs> around here. He was flying. Oops. He appeared basically here. Came out, shot Leif, who was down here, there, and then nipped back behind these rocks. Um, that's where we're going to start the game. Three dogs rushing at you at, at pace. Uh, the ice wall's up. We're all set and ready to go. Any last qualifying questions? Anything that's not clear? Uh, anything we need to go over? Any, any questions? I don't, I don't think the characters are... Well, certainly a couple of my characters weren't exactly where I thought they were, but other than that, all good. Okay. Do we need to move them? Uh, I know that Neathanor was sort of tucked next to Jada, and that um, Tanya was ducking in and around the wall that Mithan is next to. Okay, do you want me to move them? Yeah, sure, just so, yeah. So Tanya, uh, Neathanor was over here? That's right, yeah, and invisible. Um, and... She's no longer invisible, because she ran. She became visible, but she ran. Oh, yeah. And then... Um, Tanya was uh, just ducking. She was sort of using the edge of that wall to sort of uh, shield herself. So uh, and she's shooting north to those, uh, towards the top of the screen, those dogs. Yeah, that's what I remember. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Any... Um, Nathan was similar to Tanya. She was, she was behind the wall and ducking up between the cover. All right. So effectively both. Oops. Yep. Sort of dancing around each there, other. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Cool. Yep. yep. Cool. Any, any other questions? Anything we need to know before we kick off? No question from me, but am I? is my mic working better? Or? Yes, I think it is. Yep. Okay, cool. I've, I've shifted onto my phone, so I might just be a wee bit slower rolling the dice and stuff. No, no problem. You, you were just kind of clipping off for some reason with whatever mic you were using. Yeah, I was testing. I tested it out. I got another set of headphones and I tested it out again. I feel like I might be Jacob's laptop. Okay. All right. All good. All good. Alrighty. If we're ready, let's start the game. All right, we are off. The first person to act is this doggy here. Tanya, you had initiative over this one, correct? Yes. Oh, okay. So this one here, uh, 100 foot away, it is uh, sprinting. Um, it can sprint and attack, and it's going to leap and try to take out either character 1, 2, or 3. Let's just roll a... Uh, D4 and see which one it feels like going for. It'll have a significant minus uh, on its attack because it, it, it's running and attacking. It's doing a charge. Uh, I've adjusted the charging rules. I won't go into them now, but um, do it. One, two, or three. And it, I'm a sorry, Demos. It's going right for you. Uh, interesting, though. 
you have a a much longer weapon than it. So what I'm going to do, Demos, is how to resolve this. Actually, this is a really interesting question. First, let's see if it runs with a 98, followed by a 19. Better say it runs perfectly fine. Really interesting point. You have a longer, you do have a longer weapon. So it has to make a, actually it probably would not try to take on the person with the spear because it would need to angle its way through. So instead it's going to leap to a shorter and more accessible one, which is poor Askel. Askel coming right at, oops, a daisy. Sorry, Askel. It's leaping at you instead because Demos, one of the benefits of having a long weapon like you've got, you can keep it at bay, which is presumably what you're doing. You can get an attack on it in your turn, of course. Uh, Askel coming at you. Uh, leaping and biting at you. Uh, as mentioned, it has run 50%. Um, and it rolled a 1. It rolled a 1. So this it's dog... because Askel is scary. It's a scary, scary dude. Askel is scary. Animal, fumble table. What does this poor doggy do? Um, your foe's defences seem too formidable. Try again next round. So, so it is something like that. Oh, sorry, I'm just getting a bit of heavy breathing from from someone. I know it's exciting, but thank you. Um, Askel, you are too intimidating. This thing comes charging up to you, and it kind of slips, and and maybe it just doesn't like the look of you, but it doesn't attack this round. Lucky. Next, uh, number one which is this one here, uh, does the same, and it was going to go for one, two, three, it's going to go for three, it's going to go for Etienne. It runs, or it tries to run, 70, 70 on the roll, bounds up, closes the distance, very fast, animal, and takes a chomp at you. Massive minus, obviously, Etienne, because it is running and attacking. Uh, charging and attacking, I should say. Didn't roll a lot better, to be honest. Um, yeah. Etienne, not even, not even close to hitting you. You, you just almost casually deflected it away with your shield. Um, doesn't come close to doing any damage. A miss. Uh, Neathanol, you're up next. Hello, Neathanol. Talking to myself, talking to myself. Um, I'm... She was preparing, uh, and I can't remember for how many rounds she's been preparing for. Uh, at least two, but, um... Do we, does we... We'll say two. <clears throat> She'll prepare again. Okay. Okay. Preparing again for Neathanol. 
Uh, done? Carrot. Um, do, do you mind just pointing me out? I feel like I'm at the back, am I? Somewhere hiding. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't my points are doing it. Okay. Am I a... Massive oh, arrow. Perfect. Thank you. That is a massive arrow. Hmm. Um, may I please, if I were to cast sleep, would I hit any team members? Sleep is, if you read the description of the spell, it's deflected at enemies. Well, yep. have, have a read. Have a read of the spell. Oh, oh cool. Because I always ask you that question. Uh, have a read. What does it say? Uh, just finding it. Um, have to go through my, my tome of spells. Mm -hmm. um, so sleep... So, sleep 5, so level 1, for example, cause targets to fall into a natural sleep. The total number of levels can be affected, blah, 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 blah. All targets must be in Caster's field of vision. Caster should assign target priority. How, oh, so how would I know that that's only for the enemy? Uh, the, the nature of... It just of the, is. It just is. So you, you decide who it's targeted oh, I'll, against. I'll take that. Yeah? Yeah, I'll take that. Can I, but I'll cast um, uh, level 6, sleep 10. Mm -hmm. And who's your prime, a, prime target? Uh, if, you're, if you're going, if you had to choose which of the, the three dogs as your prime, and then any residual could spill over into others. Well, I can see two now, so I'd like to, these two friends. Done. Yeah, may I do that? Yes, please. Now, you haven't prepared. Please? Oh, no. You but I don't have to because I've got a magic ring. <laughs> no, you were just born like that. Well, you still can to get a bonus. Oh, I was born. No, I don't think we've got time, to be honest. Okay, cool. Give me a roll, please. Oh, what were you going to say, but? No, what were you going to say, but? You get a bonus if you prepare. You were going to say, but. No, oh, yeah, that. no, that's all right. Go for it. Yeah, not a ring. I just have that, you know, maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. That's right. Maybe it's... Oh, 11? 11. Not, not wonderful. Um, what's the distance? Not very far. Uh, you get one within... Like a little bit far. Yeah, you get one within 10 foot. That's it. Uh, and what is your base spells, please? I think it's... Just level nine. Oh, it's just yep. nine. Nine. Correct? Uh, I am level nine. And base spells is nine. Uh, oh, is that... Sorry, I never find this on the sheet. Base spells. It, oh. It is nine. Um, My level is nine. Yep. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, um... So both these critters get plus, uh, one gets plus 30, one gets plus 35, uh, to... Why? Because it was a poor roll. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> okay. Pure, pure and simple. One gets 35 and one gets 30, plus 30 to their roll. Uh, first one here, so you are level... Nine, you're going for 
the critters level, which is that. Uh, so roll that all better. Oh. Uh, okay. And then the second one. Uh, no, if, so the spell. Whoops. Uh, the spell goes off, but, sadly, uh, there is no effect on the animals. They keep wanting to take people's throats out. Nothing happens. Is that because I rolled bad or because they're above a level 10? You don't know, but you suspect with a very low roll, it might have been something to do with that. So they had plus, okay. one had plus 30 to its resistance roll, one had plus 35. Had you rolled well, you could have given them a negative 75 to their resistance roll. So it was, you would suspect it's probably down to the roll. Uh, i my dice. Yeah, Jada, you're up next. And that's me. Um... I don't remember. Was she invisible? I can't remember either, Pete. I don't I mean, think so. Yes. She was? I, don't, I don't, don't recall. Um, Giles, you think yes? I don't think... We'll go, we, had a, we had a yes. She, let's go with it. She is invisible. And she's against the wall, I think. She's she is. hiding. She is. She's here. Um, she will have her staff out. Yes. Um, and uh, so we've established she, she is invisible. Yes. Okay. So she'll just have her staff out and she'll be just standing ready. Um, she'll be oh, looking at a perception roll, actually, please. Sure thing. Uh, give me a roll, please. Seize. <laughs> is there anything in particular she's Thanks. looking for? Um, oh, well, she rolled a oh, she rolled a six, but I assume it's masked. It is um, masked. She is concerned. Uh, so, two things she's wanted to be aware of. Um, she is concerned about that attack that came from above. Yep. Uh, so, wanting to see any uh, shimmer in the rain, basically, or any any sign of someone flying. Yep. But also wanting to listen for any uh, um, approach of other armed people. Those are the two main. Those are the things she'd be focusing on. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. And well, perception, please. Them. 55. Thank you. Um, okay. She, nothing. Nothing to report on either of those two things. No, nothing to report on either of those two things for Jada. Cool. Thank you. Okay. So I should have said that was a full perception rather than a snap, because she's not doing too much else. But... Sure. Cool. Okay. Uh, next up is life. You must parry this round, life. Cool. Any, other, any other um, actions from you? Yeah. Uh, yes, he will, um, he will, uh, if he can walk, yes. he can, he would want to walk to take up position so the other dog will attack him. Number three dog or whatever. Not, not so it will attack him, he doesn't want to be attacked. But um, at the moment we're sort of 
Yeah. So he walked to the other side, to the to the to where Mithan and Tanya are. Got it. Uh, must parry number of rounds. For this number of rounds, target may not attack. They may only parry with half their OB. The only other actions are moving a maneuver, both modified by negative 25. So he can move at uh, three quarters of his normal movement. That's more than enough for him to kind of, whoops, for him to stagger over. And you tell me where, about what here, perhaps? A bit, a, a bit closer to a bit closer to Etienne, but sort of wanting to be the, the t he's wanting to place himself so the dog will go for him rather than the archers, basically. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, he still has enough to carry, doesn't he? Yes, he does. He only moved a, a very, very short distance. Thank you. Done. Cool. And he will be parrying if he needs okay. to. Okay, sure. Uh, number three. Uh, number three gets doesn't get to act first unless... Well, Tanya has the drop on this, this creature. Shoot, doggy. Shoot, and funny enough, Tanya is next. So give me a roll, please, Tanya. Now, is this a snap? Um... Uh, no, she did. She shot one round, reload. Got it. So this is a... Yeah. Cool, go for it. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, an unremarkable 21. 21. Um... However, um, longbow plus 106, and she's got an arrow bonus, isn't she? Um, which, not using a magic one, so I think they were... Plus 10. Yes, suppose. 111 or thereabouts. Uh, good hit, or decent hit. Um... <laughs> Uh, that's 12 and a C puncher. Roll the C. Fifty-five. Five-five. Um, you, the arrow scrapes along the side of this. Pretty fearsome. I mean, these things, you know, that's them up on screen. They're not. They're not friendly lap dogs. So ain't your, ain't your nana's chihuahua. Um, scrapes along the side of its chest. Uh, another three hits. Uh, but the great news is um, it kind of stumbles and stops in its tracks. Good. Um, it gets to act next. It, it staggers on a little bit. It's certainly not running. Uh, and moves up to at a slower pace. Clearly still aggressive. Up to about here, and then stops this round. Um, and Tanya will just duck back and um, go about loading next round. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Grey Roughwinds is next. What does Grey do? I, I don't know if he was preparing at all, but he was intending to cast a spell what? from the last round, from the last game, so I, yeah. I think he was... I also don't know how many power points he had, actually. Anyway. Yeah, he was preparing, I remember, actually. He was. And and he hasn't used any power points that today oh, that I'm aware of. Yeah. Okay. Um, he... Can, can he, what way is he facing? 
Uh, up to you. Uh, your call. Um. Skier. Oh god, he's away in the court. Okay, so you can probably only see the two. Okay, can he? He wants to cast Animal Sleep Three. Okay. My question is, mm. even though he can't see, because it says he can, it can sleep up to three animals. Yep. But there's no like distance or anything, and there's nothing to say that he needs to see them. So, is uh, it, can it be like a board? Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, it's strange that it doesn't say that. I'm gonna say you've got to see them. You can see the two okay. between your companions who are ducking and weaving yep. for their lives. You can see yep. the two. Um, but I'm, I'm going to say not the third. Okay, no, that's fair. That's totally fair. Cool. I thought I'd ask. <laughs> Good. Hey, this game is about pushing your luck. It's all about pushing luck. <laughs> Give me a roll, please. Okay. And you're at negative right. 15 because you've prepared for one round. Okay. 50. 50. Right in the middle. Minus 15. Uh, does Grey have a base spells skill? Um... And again, you're playing someone else's character tonight. Thank you for doing so. That's fine. Where, do, where would I find... It'll be, a, it'll be a skill, and it will say base base spells. Oh, okay. Uh... No. Okay. Cool. He does have... He's got a skill called animal training for dogs. Would that do anything? Because <laughs> they're dogs. Because they're a dog. He would need to go up and try to train. Uh, that's a skill as opposed to a spell. If he wants to go up and say, Here, Fido! Here, Fido! Who's a good boy? Who's a good Come boy? On, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Down, Cujo. Uh, okay, so that was a 35. Um, a grand total of a 35. They both, unfortunately, get plus uh, 20 to their roll. Um, what is Gray's level, please? Uh, seven. Seven, thank you. Okay. Okay. Well, great. The um, the spell goes off. nothing happens to these two dogs they're still rabbits and they are looking like they're going to take either etienne askel or demos's throat out nothing happens he that was a 75 percent action what does he do with his remaining 25 if anything can you do a perception he can, a, a quick perception he quick can perception. it's negative 20 yeah sure give me your roll please Eighty-one. Eighty-one. It is a good roll, but actually we don't know what it is. Uh, and what's yeah. his what's his bonus, please? Uh, plus thirty-eight. Thank you. Uh, negative twenty because it's a fast. Uh, just a quick glance around. Uh, Gray doesn't see or hear anything of interest or note at the stage, other than these absolutely rabid dogs, which are not looking happy. They got big spike collars on. Um, yeah, they're not not friendly. Not friendly. Um, that's the end of Grey's turn. Nicholas, you're next. Uh, thank you. Uh, Nicholas is going to move uh, into the corner where Grey is. 
But, I mean, yeah, and he's going to have the whispering attack the dog that's on Etienne. This one here, go for it. Yep. That's number one, go for it. Oh, 89. Nice. That's, uh, that's the grapple attack. Correct, plus 90 and some. Um, Eight, 89? Yeah, that's a small. 89. Yep. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, um, you managed miraculously, well, it was a good roll, seven in a B, uh, just a second, sound effect coming, sound effect coming up. Hmm. Uh, B is big for a, for a small attack. It, it is, huh? There you go. Wham! Uh, roll the crit, please. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Um Yeah, really not not a major not a major to it. It's kinda of staggered it uh slightly, but but that's about it I'm afraid. No no additional hits. Not a not a not an oppressive attack, unfortunately, Nicholas. Uh no worries. Askel, you're next. Um, so Eskel is going to do his living best to stabby stabby both dogs. Uh, he can he can choose one or the other. He can't do both. Okay, so he'll stabby stabby the dog closest to him. So he'll attack him with his um, favorite favorite self-made cutlass. <laughs> there you go. Go for it. Uh, and that was doggy number two. Give me a roll, please. Oh, 86. 86, good roll. Uh, 86. Uh, these things are fast. Fast and vicious. But, Askel's faster. Uh, you do it 20 and a D slash. That's quite. A, that's a very serious injury. Uh, give me a roll, please. Another 100? Always, yes. Oh crap! Seven. Seven. You do it four more hit points. Not stunned, no additional damage, but you whacked it. You did whack it pretty good. Uh, Etienne is next. Uh, choppy choppy. Chop chop doggy. Choppy choppy choppy. I mean, we talked a lot. I've been his little nice poem about stars and even song and. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, he chops dog. Cool, give me a roll. Oh. That's two. A two. On. A two. 22. Two, uh, two, two. Two, two. Two, two. Uh, that, that is a what? breakage check. Oh, come on. Um, f first and foremost, it does, two, two, does hit. Would you believe? Because I've got his bonus at. Uh, actually, it's more than that. Because he hasn't acted. No. He's got such an amazing skill. It's actually 15 and a C. But it's a double number. And I finally remembered. It is. It is. A breakage check. So. How this works. To refresh both your and my memory. 
Just a second, I just need to bring up my breakage rules. Right, roll a D100 to see what was involved. Uh, was it the, the, the critter or was it the, the ground or something else? Give me a roll, please. D100. 33. 3-3. It's the risk of breakage is the attacker's weapon only. Uh, if the attacker's weapon is involved with breakage check, check that weapon. Um, what you have to do now is... Hang a sec. It's a broadsword, correct? Yeah. Cool. So... Uh, so... There's a chance. Uh, so you've got to roll 101 or better to make sure that there's no chance of breakage for this item. A broadsword has a base 75, so you've got to roll 25 or better. Give me a roll, please. 76. 76, you're fine. No problem. Um, the weapon doesn't break, uh, but you did 15 in the C. Roll the critical. Twenty-three. What, what was the number? Twenty-three. Two-three. Um, another chest wound. Uh, you kind of stop it in its tracks, um, and it's bleeding. Yeah, you 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 definitely hit it. Definitely hit it, but not not a severe injury. Uh, next up, Severin. Uh, can Severin step in and chop something? Uh. Yeah, he can, uh, I'll say he can step out of here, push around um, uh, Demos, and I won't give you a rear, but I'll certainly give you a, a flank. All right, I'll do that then. Cool. 40. Uh, plus, um, a lot. yeah, 152. Bumfa. Uh that's 25 in an E slash. Roll the crit, please. That was a, a very impressive... 64. 64. Wham. Uh, f you hit it in its leg. Um, it, it yelps and squeals in pain. Another six hits and it's uh, and it's bleeding. You you hit it pretty hard. Definitely hit it pretty no. hard. And you do another critical, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, just a second, just give me a chance to set that up. And that was on two. Uh, what's the crit, please? E. It's an E or what? Uh, a slash crit? Uh, it's a. You, it's a, you get an extra E slash on the yeah, uh, E cool. on the board. I don't know if it's slash or not though, but Yep, cool. Roll the roll the E please. Forty-two. Forty-two. Um kind of with a backslash with your weapon, you hit its other leg. Uh it doesn't have leg armor. So it takes another three hits and it's it's bleeding even more now. You've you've injured it pretty pretty badly. It's not looking not looking healthy. Uh, Mithan. Um, Mithan is 
uh, she, she has got her bow and arrow. Yep. Uh, she's got an arrow knocked. Yep. She is going to uh, scan the skies, and she is going to take an opportunity. Well, she's going to do that. So she has to spend this round mm -hmm. to get initiative on the next round, correct? Correct. Yep, she will do that. Can, um, does, so in the, the, the prep of waiting, yes. what percentage is that? What's... I don't know what you mean, Pete. Sorry, to, to spend... The, so, so she wants to get the plus 50 on initiative for next round. Yes. What percentage of this round does she have to spend to do that? 100%. Oh, okay, cool. She does that then. Cool. So she's looking up in the skies. Uh, perception roll. Oh, so she can do a perception roll as well? Yeah. So that's, that's what I was meaning. Yes, but the remainder of her turn is to fire, which is a 50% action. So she's got the arrow yeah. ready on her string, ready to go. Yeah. Um, but she can still act out the remaining 50% of her time. Okay, but does that mean that the next round she will get initiative, the plus 52 initiative as well? Uh... For the following round. Yeah, I don't see why not at this stage. Yep, that sounds that sounds fair. Yes, I will include that. Yeah. Okay. I. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. So she. Yeah. So so she's got an opportunity to fire if someone appears. Yes. But she's also got the. She's also wait. So long as I suppose so long as she doesn't fire, she's waiting for a target, and we'll get plus fifty to initiative next round. Correct. Correct. Yep. Correct. Excellent. Yep. Yep. Position roll, please. Go. Yeah, so the opportunity, I suppose, would be, so I've got to declare that, if a, a target appears, and she's thinking particularly the person in the sky, or if perhaps her perception roll detects the target. Yeah, sure. Und understood. I assume the same thing. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 44. 44. Oh, can you roll again, please? Oh, no. Uh, plus 47. 47, okay, and her bonus is pretty high for perception, I think. Plus 83. Okay. Um, okay. She she doesn't see or hear anything. Okay. But she's on standby. Uh, next up is Tarquin. So, I think ta it takes... Tarquin needs 10 of their roll to um, snap cast or use an instant cast, is that right? 10%, yes, that's right. So essentially what I want to do is save that, because I want to snap cast, but I, I think I want to do exactly what Mithan just did. Okay. So my bow is already knocked, I want to be looking at the sky, because Tarquin wants to take a pot shot if this guy reappears. Okay. Um, but if I've got enough left whatever's left from holding on so they can fire yes their bow is already knocked that happened last round they'll use to cast and then if there's anything left let me know cool so firing an arrow is a 50 percent action having a full perception is 30 and uh 10 percent holding for um a snap cast is 10 uh, so that's 90 percent by my by okay. my count so you're, you're fine you're first fine thing, yep okay fine the first thing tarkin will do is that perception thing at 30 percent give me wrong in the sky yep specifically looking yep. to see if there are those um you know malformations that suggest someone might be there got it give me wrong they're only interested in one thing 
75. Could be an amazing roll, could be a... Oh, uh, could you roll again, please? There's a perception of 90 if that helps. Wow, that's good. This does help. Uh, can you roll again? 49. It's uh, when you have a, a look around, um, like Nathan, you can't see or hear anything untoward. Okay, so Tarquin will remain ready uh, to fire into the sky if anyone appears. Yep. And with the remaining 10% of their roll, they're going to snap cast face shifting. Okay. Give me a roll. Eighty-six. Eighty-six. Uh, spell goes off. What happens? So, so everyone is now going to see that I look at. I look like at the leader of that rebel crew. We, who was, who had me captured. So okay. I, I will change my appearance to look like him. I wear the same clothes, but my face and appearance looks like his. So right. it doesn't change my clothes, it changes everything else. Alright. Can I ask everybody for subsequent actions to act accordingly to suddenly see someone very different in, in your midst? You, of course, have no idea that a spell's been cast. Uh, although, although, Chris, they do know I was standing right there. Then I was here at one second and now I look totally different than next right and how much how much time have i got left in my movement uh that's i've, I've got 10 uh, percent left haven't yes I? you do yep so with my 10 percent left can i shout yep. uh, spell cast it on myself or look different or something okay the yes. can't hear for as many as my um the party can hear as possible yep okay done great okay uh demos Can, he, can I stab something? Can I stab something? You you can. Uh, yeah. num number two is your most your most promising targets, but you can go cool. for anybody you like. You nah, number two sounds great. You don't want to stab Keros or someone else? No, oh. not really. Okay, go for it. Go, Demos. Sixty-seven. Sixty-seven with a spear. You get a flank. Uh, um, that is, that goes over the total. 184 minus 150 divided by, this is where I need my books. Just a second. Uh, there, there you go. 34 is the amount over. Just coming, Demos. Ah, oh, that was a good. That was a not an, an amazing, amazing roll. But you have an incredibly, uh, you're very skilled with your spear. Just coming, just coming, just coming. Uh, you do. 
36 in an E and an A puncture. Uh, roll the E first, please. Uh, e was 14. 14, okay. Yeah. Uh, an another, th another three hits. Um, yeah, another three hits. Uh, and then the A, just coming, just coming, just coming, just coming, just coming. The reason I ask this is I have to reset the attack to roll that, that next critical. Uh, it's an A function crit. Oops. Uh, go for it. Roll the A. 41. Four, one. Yeah. Uh, this, <laughs> this dog looks incredibly wobbly on its feet, like incredibly wobbly on its feet. You do it, uh, yeah, you, you slash along its calf, um, and it's bleeding even more than it was. It's bleeding a lot. Uh, good shot. And that is the end of the round. Um, initiative. Rolling initiative. First off, the very first thing that happens, uh, Demos. Well done, well done. As this doggy collapses on the on the ground, very very dead, courtesy of your last oh no, attack. How terrible! It's it, it's all you, I'm afraid. Uh, that has killed fifth level. <laughs> um, technically, you didn't slay it with your actual blow, but it was your last blow that 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 did it. It, it collapsed because of hit point loss. I'm going to give you that. Um, one dog down. Uh, next up. Oh, hang on. I didn't add in Nathan's. I, I, I know. I know that you guys, but they're both. Tarquin and Mithan have plus 50 to their initiative. So you guys get to act before anybody, basically anybody else, uh, in terms of looking for stuff in the sky. Um, number one. How's number one looking? Uh, so this this one here uh, on Etienne um, doesn't attack. It kind of backs off. Uh, it kind of circles. It comes around here, Etienne. Uh, it's kind of looking at you warily, not not actually attacking this round for whatever reason. It's still focused on you, looking you in the eyes, wanting to gut you with its teeth, but it doesn't attack you. Uh, next up is Neathanol. Um, I think she'll prepare one final round. Sure thing. Keros. Yep, just talking to myself. Um, I'm going to try sleep again. Okay. Give me a roll. Uh, 
69. 69, that's a better roll. Uh, Keros, you are here. It's not within 10 foot, unfortunately. 69 uh, plus 9, that's the roll. Okay, it's got that to its resistance roll. Uh, the spell definitely definitely goes off. And Keros. This, this time, it's kind of a whimper and the dog collapses on the ground asleep. Huzzah! Nai nai. Nice work. 25% less to, left to act. Any other actions from yourself, Keros? Um, can I... Is that enough for perception? Is that 30? Yeah. Uh, uh, 10 percent perception on a negative tw a negative. Uh, oops, at a negative t uh, twenty. Okie dokie. I'll just do that. Go for it, Camero. It is fifty-nine. Uh, okay. And do you want my perception? Please. Is. General perception is plus 40, plus, oh gosh, I can't see the little squares, plus 48. Cool, got it. Um, no, no, no sounds of any else, anybody else coming that you can hear. I mean, there's a lot of noise around you, of course, um, although two dogs have stopped barking. Um, but no, no, nothing else immediately around you, Keros. Uh, next up, Jada. Eight. Thank you. Yeah, I needed the reminder. <laughs> she'll do a full perception. Otherwise, she's just holding in her corner. Okay. Full perception. Give me a roll, please. 54. 54. Okay, and her bonus. Yeah, is 5 5. 5 5. Lovely. Uh, she has a, a, a good look around up in the skies around. She, she does notice um, Victory the cat is clawing desperately at the tree, trying to get up a, up the tree. I forgot to mention that last time. Uh, but other than that, nothing else. Thank you. Um, number three. Uh, yeah, this, this critter here um, not looking, not looking very well. Uh, staggers its its way forward, snapping and barking. It doesn't charge, and is coming closer to you, Leif, kind of walking up towards you, shaking its head like almost trying to shake something off. Um, Etienne, Etienne, the one beside you has now collapsed. What do you do? Uh, stay on it. Uh, he's not gonna. He's he's just not gonna put a sword through. No, he's not gonna do that. Uh, um, nope. He'll stay with his shield up. Okay. And just be wary of it. Okay. Cool. Done. Um, can he? Can he start casting while he's doing that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, so he's going to cast a spell this round, is that right? Sorry, not um, preparing, rather. 
Yes. Yeah, and sure, sure. If suddenly something happens, you can always cancel an action. You lose ten percent. But yes. Yes. Yeah. You can. All right. Okay. Start preparing. Around. Cool. Yeah. Uh, life. This is your last round of must parry. Anything else you're doing? Uh, no. He will just. Okay. Yep, uh, no, all done. Tanya. Uh, she's reloading. I think this round. Just round, tucked around the corner there. Yep. Okay. Uh, Askel. Um, so can Askel stabby stabby that a sleepy dog, or more importantly, can Askel stabby stabby the dog who is kind of wandered up but is not attacked? Yeah, sure. So that's the dog Askel will attack. Sure thing. So the way, um, uh, uh, where is where's my description? Combat perception. In the middle of a fight, com a combatant is aware of everything in front of them within a 10-foot radius hemisphere that's directly to their sides and front. They're not already automatically aware what's... Uh, sorry. I.e., they're not automatically aware of what is to their rear flanks or side. You'd need to make a, a perception roll. I'll give you some bonuses... Uh, to, to do this, but to just kind of figure out what's going on. So he'd need to have okay, a kind of a so glance. So he'll do that. He'll do that first. Yep, a glance. Glance. Uh, so your choice of um, it'd be an easy roll. Uh, so you get a bonus to it. But negative ten is ten uh, percent is just a glance. You get a negative twenty to the roll, or thirty percent to have a decent look around. Don't forget, you get a massive. You get a, a plus twenty to this roll. I'll just do a glance. I'll do the ten percent one. Yeah, cool. Yep. Give me a roll. 50. 50, and we're going to treat that as yeah, we're going to treat that as unmasked because everybody knows you know what's going on. 50 plus 90, yeah. Um, you you glance to your sides, uh, Askel. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, Askel. Um, yeah, it's Askel. Yep. Yep. Uh, you see this dog is down, and then you see this one is kind of shambling its way up. Okay, so Askel will now do whatever he can to try and kill the shambling, the still moving dog. Okay, sure. So probably attack him with his cutlass if he can. Yep, it's 18 foot away, so if Asker wants to move out and attack, uh, he would get a minus 18 to his his roll, because he's moved and attacked, but he can do that. He will He will definitely do it. Cool, yep. give me a roll. Thirty-eight. And his cutlass skill is 92. Okay. So what, ha so what happens when you make your own cutlass? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, yep, that's uh, that's ten in a B slash. Roll the B, please. Is that another one of these one hundreds? Always, yes. Uh, Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Good initial rolls, guys. Um, criticals. Yeah. Uh, you've hit it. You've hit it hard. It's kind of looking. Staggered, um, and be next round. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> you do it another two hits. Um, that's it, I'm afraid, Askel. Um, <coughs> Tarquin, you're up next. So you've you've scanned the skies, arrow on the string. What do you want to do? Okay, so I presume Tarquin has seen nothing. No, nothing last rounds. He'd have to look nothing again. Nothing last round, no. 
No, no, but is prepared on the string. So can Tarquin um, do another snap cast and maintain his preparation with his bow? Is that... Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yep. Fine. So there is a tree that is kind of essentially directly out from in front of us. Um, you probably need to, yeah, pan out a little bit. Yeah. So th that tree there, we can see the closest one to us. How far away is it? Tarquin. It's a Vic tree, right? It's the what tree? <laughs> exactly. It is a Vic tree. It is a Vic, Vic tree. tree. Nice. Nice piece. It's 43 feet away. Okay, so Tarquin is going to, because he's good at maths, like real good at maths, triangulate how high up that he tree he can get on or about to a rough branch so he's jumping a hundred feet and what he's going to do is snap cast leaving one aiming to fire himself up the tree okay should be interesting yeah uh cool so you've got a bow and arrow in your hands and you're yep. leaping uh, 100 foot up into a branch up up here, correct? Yep. Cool. Yep. Done. Uh, I just, like, I just keep that leaving or leaping? Well, so it's a spell. What the spell does is not leap, it teleports you. To, and what the spell says is I simply need to be able to see where I'm going and I will directly go to there. So he's going to look for a branch that looks like it'll hold him. Up he'll go. Boom. It's, um, he also has really, really good agility, so... Cool. Uh, could you... Could you... Uh, and it's an instantaneous spell? Yep. Cool. Yep. Give Doesn't me a roll. Prep, just gonna fire it. Yeah, give me a, give me a roll, please. Oh dear, 24. 24. However, it is an instantaneous spell. The spell goes off. Uh, Tarquin, you now find yourself... Up on the tree, you have an object in your hands, a, um, a bow and arrow. Uh, I'd like you to make, I'm going to say, firstly, but very firstly, I'd like ask you to make an orientation roll, um, which is basically just to collect your thoughts, know where you are kind of roll. Then after that, I'm going to ask you to make uh, an... A sheer folly maneuver uh, to keep no, yeah, a sheer folly maneuver to keep your balance, and it's an all-or-nothing attempt. So, firstly, the um, uh, how far up did you say you were? Well, so he's going to triangulate. So, how far away did you say he was? Forty foot. So he'll be going up about. Yeah, I mean he'll look. So he'll go up as high as 160 foot if he can, but of course it's tree dependent. So if the branch is 100, I don't know how tall the tree uh, is, I can't tell on the map. He'll just go uh, up as high as a safe, tr it looks to land on a safe branch. Okay. He knows he weighs about 80 kilos, it's probably about halfway up the tree. Yep. Uh, He's climbed plenty of trees in the past. So uh, I'll say it's 40 foot up. Um, sure. So give me a, an orientation roll, please. Exclamation mark uh, D100. You got 100 it. 100 roll. You got it. Now, 43. 43. Uh, what's his perception, please? Uh, his general perception... Oh, it's 31. I thought you said it was 90 before. 
Yes, sir. Oh, I thought it was too. I don't know what's happened. Oh, I'm looking at Askels. That's why. Sorry, 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 sorry. Just being stupid. That's right. It's yeah, it's huge. So, so 90 plus 33. Yep. It's 90. Yep, yep. All right. So he makes the orientation roll. He base and what that orientation roll is about is him, his 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 character basically coming to his brain coming to terms with the fact I was there. I'm now there. He lands in the tree with his with with something in his hand, so he's got nothing to grab onto. Uh, and I'm asking, please, for, as I say, a sheer folly agility check to see if he stays in the tree or if he falls off. Give me a roll, please. Oh, whoops. Give me a second, sorry. Seventy-five. Seventy-five. It's a good roll. Do you want to know his agility or any of his skills? Hang on. Um, now, you said you had a look for a branch that you thought would hold him. I mean, you had a ten percent look. I said yep. a sheer folly. I'm yep. going to make. I'm going to make them extremely hard because you did say you were. You. You know, you had a glance at the tree. So, seventy-five. And what? What was yep. the? What was the bonus, please? What? What is his bonus? For agility. What am yes. I looking? Oh, his agility bonus is thirty. Wow, he's very fast. So 20, uh, you're on a 75, plus uh, 75 plus 30 is 105. Amazingly, with that move, amazingly, you have a 50% chance of keeping your balance somehow. Goodness knows how. Uh, if you roll under, you keep your balance. If you roll above 50, you fall off the branch. You have an absurd opportunity to grab, to drop your bow and grab something on the way down. Otherwise, you fall 40 foot. Give me a roll, please. Under under 50, you're good. Above 50, you're in trouble. Have to do another one. Yep. You're a mean man. Yeah. So I want this to be less than 50? Yes, you do. <laughs> 32. You are a lucky, lucky, lucky man, Tarquin. Uh, where are we? No, rip, no reward, no rip, no reward. <laughs> you are really lucky on that. Um, you are now up. I won't, I won't position you, but you're now up here in the street. Excellent. Let's see if you're around. Lucky, man, lucky. With uh, my bow still knocked and my advantage ready to fire, should that flying uh, dude appear? I, uh, I think, no, no, no. Um, moving and doing that has cancelled that effect. Your, your head is scrambled. You've got to reorientate yourself again, I'm sorry. If you're on the ground and you're staying in one place, yeah, sorry, man. You've I just... specifically asked you before I did this. Did you? I did. I asked you if I'd keep it before I moved. And you said, yeah, I'd keep it. I mean, you probably didn't know what I was going to do, um, truth be told. No, true. So I I'm happy to do what you say. Okay, okay. Um, I think if you had moved, I, I was, I, I had on my head that you would walk a short distance, keeping your eye on the sky, but to scramble your head to cast a spell and leap, I'm going to say you've lost it. I'm sorry. Fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Thank you. Cool. Moving on. Uh, Grey Ruffwind is next. That's you, Demos. Corner, isn't he? he is. 
Can he can see one dog, two dogs down, one dog down. Uh, he can see from where he is. He can see. Uh, yeah, I mean he'd kind of have a range of that. Yeah, I'll be generous and say he's seen that two dogs are down, one there, one there, and he's aware that there is. He can't see it clearly, but he's aware that one is over here. I think. Oh gosh, I think he'd just. He's a spell. I feel like he'd just here for a spell. Okay. Cast a spell. Yeah. Oh no, I think he's he's just gonna prepare. I'll prepare, sure. Okay. Yeah. He's Next in the up corner. is uh, is Demos. Oh. Uh, murder the dog. There's too many people in the way. To murder the um, dog. Uh, he's Demos. Yeah. Demos is here. Yeah. Um. Oh my goodness. He will. Would there be a way to? Oh wait. Can does he know there's a dog behind? I guess. No. Again, he'd have to make an orientation roll yeah. or, or have a look around. Um. Can he do a perception, a full perception thing? Sure. Give me a roll. Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. Oh, can you roll again, please? Seventy-one. Oh. Cool. Uh, just come in, just come in. And what's his perception bonus? Um, plus 50. Okay. Um, he doesn't see or hear anything. Quite a lot of noise with the dogs. It's raining pretty heavily. Yeah, he doesn't see anything. Um, he will be... Probably just, uh, um, oh, what's it called? Opportunity attack or parry. So if something comes at him, he'll okay. move. But if, yeah, if he's got the opportunity to strike at something, he'll do that. Done. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. Uh, Nicholas. Uh, Nicholas will use the whispering to attack. Uh, this one here. The same dog. Sure. Yeah, please, please. Oh, you're all. Uh, a flank. Fifty-three. Uh, what was the roll? Uh, fifty-three, five-three. Five-three. Thank you. This is dog. Three. Uh, the same result. Seven and a B. Oh, it's a small. Nine. It's a small. Oh, it's meant to be a small. Yes, correct. Oh, sorry, Pete. Uh, you were lucky oh. on the last one. Uh, it, it was. 
four, sorry, four and an A. You were lucky. It was yep. rolling on the. Yep, that's a bit more appropriate. Uh, uh, what yeah. was the, what was the roll, please? Uh, Fifty nine on the A. Five nine on the A. Um, yeah, glancing blow. Uh, you you have the initiative for two rounds. Glancing shot. Over number three. Cool. Thank yep. you. Uh, next up, Mithan. Um, Mithan will not cast any spells to make her jump into trees, okay. uh, but will walk and put her back to the rock wall. Okay. She's still doing her scanning, still doing her checking, but now she is. Her field of view is the semicircle all in front of her. Yeah. Cool. All right. Could you give me another perception roll, please? Uh, 54. By 4. Okay, and her bonus is high from memory? Yeah, 83. 83. Cool. Uh, no, doesn't doesn't Sarah hear anything. Cool. Thank you. Next up, Severin. Um, so... Uh, he's aware, presumably, of the other dog that's fallen he asleep, is. right? Yep. So his, uh, his field of vision is, is that, so he is aware of kind of everything within that. And what, what's happening to the other dog? This one here is still on its feet, that one's asleep, that one looks very dead. Uh, yeah, I think I've just killed the, the one in front of Etienne. Okay. Well, actually, that, the one that's still alive is there, is still moving around, is it? Yes, it is. Can he move to attack that? Could. Uh, that would be a, uh, he'd get a negative 26 to his roll to move an attack. No, I'll do it, yeah. Cool. You get a flank on it. Uh, yeah. give me a roll. Three! Three! That is a fumble with your broadsword. Give me a roll, please. Three nine. Two nine. Two nine. You drop your sword. It'll take right. you, it'll take you one round to draw a new one, or two rounds to recover the old one. That's it for you uh, this round, I'm afraid, Severin. Oh no. Uh, that is the end of the round. Uh, initiative. Hold on, initiative. It takes 20 seconds to recover your sword. Crikey, you must have thrown it over the... Thrown it, <laughs> thrown it up the tree or something. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, sense, that was it. Better than swallowing your tongue. Yes. Sorry, like we've had before. <laughs> Nathanel, uh, your, your turn. Um, so she's fully prepared. I, um, I don't... I think she's um, going to hold the spell mm -hmm. and is going to do some perceiving and, and hold the spell um, and thinking of it, if anything comes around the corner. Uh, in terms of the commotion that's going on, did she feel that it was louder of one end than the other? Uh, no, just, just the noise of the horn and the dogs. So I guess you're probably just look left and then look right and if anything comes okay. around the corner she, cast. she is looking whoa she is looking through ice i would say she probably can't see much 
Ah, oh, right, yeah. Um, okay, well, that's your hold her spell. Mm -hmm. And she will walk up to the corner of the wall on the right. Mm-hmm. Screen right. And, uh, no, no, remain behind it, just peeking around it. Okay, and cool. keep an eye on that far down along that cliff. Done. Uh... Opportunity cast. Yeah. Um... So this this dog is not in great shape, but it does decide it ignores the person to its side that came up, tried to hit it, and then dropped its sword, and decides to try to take out Askel's throat. It leaps at you, Askel. So what do I, what I clearly I'm going to try and stabby stabby to defend myself. Uh, I'm just not quite sure how I do this. Sure. Um, the... Yes. So, uh, Askel has 92 on his cutlass. Yep. Yep. Any character can use and should use some of their attack to defend. So your choice, how much, uh, how much he would use, he would, and we should, and normally when we when we used to declare actions, you would say at the beginning of the round, what your action is, uh, and okay, well, yeah, what would he? Do? Okay, so he he's gonna essentially do his living best to stick his cutlass through this dog's gullet or abdomen or whatever's closest, yep, um, in order to protect himself, but obviously. He also expects to kill this dog that looks pretty injured. Okay. Um, and he will move backwards at the same time to minimise the harm that comes to him. Okay. But I don't quite know how to wrap that up in terms of a defence, sorry. Does does he use any of his attack for defence, is the best way to phrase it? Um, he'll use he'll use all of it. He doesn't want to lose anything. Yep. Okay. So, that, so, so he has 90 to... 90, call it 100 to attack. If he puts all of that into defense, he basically blocks the dog with 92. Okay, no, so he wants to attack the dog, so he wants to do his living best to kill it. So he'll put maybe 60% into okay. attack and 40% into defense. That yeah, that's perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, cool. It's perfect. Um, so he attacks with 60% of, of 90. Uh, oh. he, he, and he, I should have said, other characters have... If you think I'm overplaying Askel, please tell me. Yep, for but sure. I think I think that's what Askel would do. Yep. So he, he easily blocks the blocks the shot aside. Easily does. Um, no, no effect. Uh, Leif, you are now you now no longer have to parry. Um. Yeah, yeah. He'll move up and attack the dog. Okay. It's a distance of. Uh, Ten, uh, ten foot, no, no movement penalty. Uh, flank attack on it. This poor dog is surrounded. Uh, make an attack, please. It's a flank. Sixty-three. Sixty-three. You didn't say anything about parrying. So, okay. Uh, Sixty-three. It's a flank. Uh, with a long sword of one, one, three. Correct. Um. 25 and an E. Uh, actually, it's probably a little bit more. Call it uh, 31 and an E. 
no additional crit. Roll the crit, please. Sixty-two. Six-two. Yes. Um, you hit it hard. Uh, it's um, it's it takes another six hits. It's bleeding heavily. And it's really limping, like it's it's basically dragging itself along. It's in it's in serious trouble, serious serious trouble. Oh, uh, but still on its on its paws. Jada, she will just perception. Oh, give me roll. Um, sixty yeah, sixty seven. She'd like to add to that, um, trying to find out where um, <laughs> where uh, Tarquin's gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, Might be good for him to locate him. What, what's her What's her perception, please? Uh, Fifty-five. Five-five. Um, no, she doesn't see Tarquin. Uh, Tarquin's just vanished, um, and she doesn't see or hear anything else, unfortunately. Thank you. Uh, Etienne. Hello. Hello. Um, I'm um, preparing and looking at that dog. Cool. Done. Tarquin, you are miraculously still up in your tree. <laughs> what are you doing, please? Um, so I think I am um, staying in my tree, and if I see... So how much like a snap um, cast takes... 10%. 10%? Yes, that's right. Okay, so I want to spend 90% if I can, or as much yep. of that as I can, Yep. Um, doing perception into the sky, looking for the shimmers in the rain that would suggest there's someone there. Got it. Cool. Uh, give me a roll, please. Okay, and his bonus? Oh, for perception is 90. Yeah, cool. Alright. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Giles... Sorry, I'm just getting a bit of heavy breathing from, from somebody. Uh, Tarquin, can you look into your channel? Uh, just a second. Oops, that's a dog. Uh, if you look into your channel in, in this game, uh, yep. and there'll be a note in there in a second. Um, Okay, so that's in your channel, Tarquin, um, and I'll show you. So approximately uh, there. Okay, so how, how far is that, Chris? Well, it, it actually, it doesn't matter. Um, fine, thank you. Um, so with the remainder of this round, mm -hmm. Tarquin wants to snap cast. Can I just check? The spellcasters, can they tell where the spell has come from? Depends. Sometimes. 
Okay, so, so there's a, a possibility of whoever this person is is super strong, he'll know where a spell has come from, whether it's effective or not. Maybe. Yes. Alright, so I'm, I, it doesn't matter, I'm still going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to snap cast um, a spell at the glimmer I see of movement. Okay. So I see a glimmer of movement. Okay, uh, the distance is... Uh, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter in terms of the spell. Okay, cool. Give me a roll, please. The spell has no, no um, distance on it. Give me a roll, please. 85. 85. The spell goes off. What happens? Okay, so the spell is confusion. And what it means is... No, nobody else will know this, of course, but the target now becomes incapable of making decisions or initiating actions. It may only fight in uh, self-defense. Okay, so two, two things. For, firstly, if you have a look there, you'll see there is a range for that spell. I'm almost certain of it. Okay, what it said, one target. Yep. And yep. it said there's a, a one RND divided by 10% failure, it gives no area of effect. Yep, so if you go up in this, says this, this scroll description, it'll it'll say a range. I'm sure of it. I'm, all right, so I'm, I'm, I'm just reading what I've got that you sent me. It's, uh, correct, correct me if I'm wrong. I'll have a look. Uh, which which is spell list is it? Mind, mind, mind control, is it mind control spell list? No, the spell is called confusion. It's, what, um, it's, it's in the spell list? No, the distraction oh. spell list from a, the Nightblade base list. Uh. Uh, what level is it? It's level two. Oh. Yep, the range is 100 foot, Giles. Where, whereabouts does it say that? So up the top. Uh, okay. So yep. is he a well? I didn't see that. Is he a, is he a hundred foot well, away? There's there's two things. Firstly, you didn't see you didn't see a target, so you don't have a target. No, you saw you yep. you saw some movement. You thought you saw something. Uh, yeah. Well, um, I would be casting it at that glimmer. Okay. But if the glimmer obviously looked more than a hundred foot away, I wouldn't do it. But uh, it's hundred. Oh, I didn't see that. Hundred and fifty foot away. Yes. Yeah. There's a range. Yeah, there. Okay. You can okay, see you can see where I saw the range. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm sure you're right. I just I the screen is little. I didn't notice it had a distance. Yep. So under area of effect, duration, then range. Yeah. The first one I, is, yeah, yeah. is, is it's, it's totally totally my mistake. Totally August. my mistake. Okay. Um. So he he, what does he do instead of casting the spell? Well, look, I, I'm happy just to wear it and say cast the spell and the spell fails. It's okay. my mistake. Okay. Cool. Done. Yep. Uh, Grey, what are you doing, please? Uh, he... He is... He is still preparing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Keros. Um, is she... A, uh, she didn't perceive anything last time, did she? She did not. Could she do a little perception to yep. start with? Yeah, sure. Me? Come here on. Sixty-four. Six. Plus, what did I say? Twenty-five. 
think 48. 48. Yeah, she, look, she has a, a quick glance around, doesn't see or hear anything. Um, if I were to cast another ice wall... Yes. But I've got some team members in the way, would they just be shuffled out of the way, or would they be injured? They'd be injured. Right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> can I see that dog, the half-dead dog? Uh, I can. You are facing this. There. You are facing this way. Your field of vision is kind of that. Yeah, you, you would see it. Yep. Ah, uh, gosh. Can I? Can I please? Mm -hmm. I'd like to cast another ice wall parallel to the one left of screen same line okay the straight one yeah sure but before i do that i'd like to call out move okay ice wall incoming okay three words ice wall incoming. yep give me a roll um and they will move right i, I don't know can you ask them to move? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who. <laughs> so who's there? Etienne? Is that Etienne there? No. Who, who are the Who are the three? Leif. Who are the three around the dog? Sorry, I'm taking time. Leif. Askel, Leif, and Severin. So I am going to call out really loudly. Move, ice wall incoming. Boys. Okay. <laughs> really loudly. Uh, okay. Uh, how many boys are there in the party? We'll do an intelligence check to see who figures this uh, out. Oh, no. No, cast a spell. Let's see who it hits. Oh, no. I, it's really... Who's the, who's the second one in that trio? There that is, one. is Askel. Lucky right, Askel. Askel really needs to move his little booty. Cute as it is. Okay. Uh, are you casting the spell? I've cast it. 40. Okay. It does land on... Uh, I'm going to say there's a chance it lands on Askel. Uh, he'll have a small chance to leap out of the way, otherwise he gets smashed with a nice wall. No, no. Sorry, Askel. <laughs> uh, I, said, I said move very loudly, uh, boy. And he's a warrior, mate. She's good at moving. Yeah, but who's she's she... Both a warrior and magi. Who... And, and where, where's he moving? I mean, like... Yeah, <laughs> where's he moving? No, no, no. When is he moving? Because he hasn't had his turn yet. Correct. Correct. Oh, so were you... Yeah. So here but this is, the... is all happening simultaneously. Pretty much. So here's the ice wall above him. Uh, it is perilously above him. It comes crashing down and on your turn... No! Askel... Uh, we're going to roll to see whether you mer get out of the way. I don't know the, uh, the crushing damage or not, but let's find out. It'll be quite nasty because that's, that's not that's not in thank, his way. Thank it doesn't you, even Curious, thank thank you for protecting the party. No, I look, it doesn't look. It doesn't touch him. What are you talking yeah, about? Ah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Take yeah. That. Yes. No, he's got a chance of it hitting him. We will roll and see. Uh, it doesn't hit him. Look, look how far trust away. Trust me. Estel's a, a great roller. It, he's a fine. good little mover, that one. We'll come, right, to, come to he's that. He's quick. He's quick. We will come to that in a second. Uh, 
The ice wall has just been cast. Another ice wall has been cast. Attached to the other one. Um, next up, uh, Nicholas. Um, can I see how far 100 foot is, please? Sure. On the map, just... Uh, that's Nicholas there. Uh... Oh, okay, cool. Do you get extra marks for playing Tetris? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's ninety nine. Here, a thirteen year old has just clocked Tetris. Yes. Oh yeah. The, the impossible yeah. mission. That's that's a hundred there, Pete. Cool. Um, well, he's going to do a recce with the whistling. Okay. Uh, he figures he figures that dog's taken care of, so okay. he's going to do a recce for the whistling because we've been all perceiving. So yep. he can't hear through it, but he'd like to go as far as it can, going left and then arc up over the top. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, well, um, no, no. He's going to start with it going the other way. Yeah, my other, my other left. Uh, yeah. Start, so he'll go, make it go that way for a hundred foot to see if it can see anything coming around the corner. Then he'll make it go up above the rock if he can. Yep. In a, in a semicircle to the all to all the way to the other side. Okay. The, up in the air to the other side of the end of the rock. Okay. Done. Sense. Done. Uh, this round he is going down here. Oh. Give me a perception roll, please, Pete. Now I think that we haven't done this before, uh, and I'm not going to do this um, on this session on the island. But I think I've been quite generous in giving you a full perception roll out of this tiny little thing. In future, once you're off um, Jewel Island, I think it's pretty fair that you get a negative for looking through this tiny little thing. I'm not going to do it this time around for this this adventure. Yep. Cool. No, that sounds, yep. that sounds right. All right. Yep. Give me a roll, please. What was the roll? What was the roll? Um, 18. 18. 18. Okay. Cool. And his bonus for perception? 39. 39. Um... Okay. Doesn't doesn't see anything this way. He can't hear anything, of course, but he doesn't see anything this way. Next time he's gonna go up. Okay? Yep. Thanks. Uh next up. Askel. Um so Askel, you you feel for a second or two the air get very cold around you. You hear Keros shout something incomprehensible about moving. And icicles begin to fall on you. I'd like you to make an agility check to leap out of the way, please. Um, this is going to be based on you, as I say, on your agility. I'm going to make this a... I'm going to say it's going to be a very hard maneuver. Uh, all or nothing. Give me a roll and hope for a high roll, please. Otherwise, you're going to get hit with an ice wall. Okay. Is there a way I can game it? Roll well. Oh dear. What's your roll? What was the roll? Sorry, 29. 20, 29. And what's his perception? Uh, what's his agility, please? Uh, so his agility is 68. Uh, no, the, the bonus, please. Oh, so his agility bonus is 8. Plus 8. Uh, oh no, what, sorry, it's his moving and armor skill. Beg my pardon, sorry, mm, I shouldn't have done that. Where, where will I find moving and armor skill? He, he, he wears rigid leather. 
uh, whatever is rigid leather skill is. Uh, I'm not sure where I'll find it, Chris. I'll, I'll, I'll find it. Is that his movement skill? Uh, it should be leather, leather armor. Um, Find a defense, it says rigid leather, but it doesn't give it a yeah, number. Rigid leather. Rigid leather. Uh, I'm going to say, yeah, it's plus, plus zero. So 30, 37 was the roll, is that right? Uh, yeah, 29 plus 8, 37, that's correct. Uh, he doesn't get his plus, plus 8. Um, uh, so 27. Alright, uh, it's very hard on a 27. Uh, Askel. 29. It was 29. Uh, 29. Yeah, 29. Say, yeah. 29. Yep. Um, you have a 5% chance. 1, 2, 3, or 5. Leaping out of the way. Otherwise, an ice wall comes down on top of you. But I can see him. Clear of the ice wall. Oh, what do you know? I rolled a 1. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you? 74. No, I rolled a 74. Okay. Oh. Uh, I wish I was... If I was my Tarquin character, I'd lie with ease, but... Uh, very sorry, Askel, but you get, uh... I mean, uh, uh, um, an ice wall on top of you. Or at least partially on top of you. Uh, Keros attacking Askel. Oops, uh, no, it's gonna have to be this guy. No, other way around. Askel just has the most rotten luck. Um, what's an appropriate attack on this? Plus, plus there you go. Uh, uh, it's a... It's a full crush. And I'm going to say it's a large full crush with a 69. Um, Askel, it, it comes down on you with a crunch. You're... you're Quick agility helps you a little, and you manage to step out of the way just a fraction. Could have been a lot worse. Eight and an A crush. I'm going to roll the A crush in public just for dramatic effect. Uh, no, Kiros, can you roll the A crush, please? That is so cruel. I told the boys to move. Still, and the still the right thing to do. Still the right thing to do. Give your roll, please. Greatest good for the greatest number. 15? Oh, 15. That's nice and low. You were lucky, Askel. Very lucky. Glancing blow, another three hits. The Ice Wall has the initiative next round. <laughs> it can have all the initiative it wants. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Holy moly. You were lucky, Askel. Very lucky. So how, how many hits has Askel taken? Uh, another three. Myth... <laughs> Uh, sorry, Chris, uh, Chris, are you keeping track of this? Yes, I do. Me to? I, I do. Cool. I do. Mithan. Uh, Mithan is continuing with the same routine. Cool. Opportunity fire, bonus to initiative, and perception. Give me a roll, please. Uh, yes, she's also wanting to see if she can pick out where Tark will meet to. Okay. It's 93. Okay. Good dice roll, but who knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, plus, she's got a good perception though. Plus, 
83. Wow, yeah. Uh, she, she has a good scan around, and yes, indeed, she sees your newfound friend wearing a different face up a tree. Here, this guy's a bit weird, isn't he? Uh, she will, um, with her three words, or with, oh, well, yep. I suppose she's got, yeah, she will just, um, in a voice that carries to the group, but not, but no further, uh, will point, describe where he is. Okay. Cool. To, well, actually, to the rest, to the group that's on this side of the ice wall, because she doesn't want to yell loud enough. Well, actually, it's raining hard, isn't it? It is raining pretty hard, yep. Yeah, she'll just describe where he is. Okay, cool. She doesn't see or hear anything else. Uh, Tanya. Thanks. What are you doing? Um, well, I have, uh, I've now reloaded. Yes. And I have an ice wall on my way. Yeah, you do. Um, I think she, she might spend a few milliseconds wondering why... <laughs> Someone's just leapt into the front of the tree. <laughs> and we have another ice walk past the rascal. Oh, she's finished that. I don't know. Um, um, I guess she'll move to the edge of a long, slightly longer ice wall. And point... Uh, but although she's now... She's not going to... Oh, when did she get hit by the... Yeah, I guess she'll hang out there and point her bow. Um, is there any dog still alive? Uh, this one here is still on its feet. Can't really shoot it there, though, can I? Um, you could. You just might hit Severin or Askel or... No, I think we've had enough friendly fire. Um, uh, well, actually, can, can I just kill the one that's on the floor? Uh, yeah, sure. Yep. All right, I'll do that. Okay, uh, give me a roll, no fumbles, and you put an arrow through its head. Sixty-three. Sixty-three. This dog is now dead. Good dog. All right. And if there's anything left, I'll. Uh, well, I'll, I'll I'll reload, you know, and and head off to that bit. If I can still move to there, I will. But. Okay. Uh, that's probably your go by the time you. Yep. About there. Okay. Uh, next up is Severin. Well, Severin's gonna look at his sword. For ten <laughs> seconds and think about picking it up, but no, pick it up this round. I'm just going to look at it and contemplate. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. It's a nice sword, Demos. Um. Oh, oh God! I think I just do a perception and then. Opportunity. Sure. Give me a roll. see something. Give me a roll. Oh, six. Oh. Cool. Uh, and as a bonus, please. Fifty. Fifty. Uh, no. Doesn't see anything. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Your <laughs> <laughs> and that is the end of that round. Uh, initiative. And we're off. Uh, definitely. Still nothing's happening, right? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Um... 
She'll continue to hold her spell. Um, can she talk while she's holding her spell? Yes. Yep. She'll shout up to the top of the tree. Um, Tarquin, old chap, what, what can you see up there? Communicate with the party. Okay. Um, holding the spell is a 50% activity. So, yeah, she should be able to say that. Yes? Okay. Uh... The this doggy here um, is is really looking to be on its last legs. It's not looking good. Kind of shambling around. It kind of snaps feebly at you, um, Leif. That's it. Uh, Jada. Uh, rinse and repeat. Oh, give me wrong. Uh, actually, actually, hmm. she's heard Neathanel shout out. Yep. She is going to perhaps hold her exception or her action until she hears a response. Cool. Perhaps. Okay. Oh. Uh, life. Try <laughs> chopping again. Okay. Give me a roll. Um. Uh, thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Thank you. Uh, what was the was he parrying any? No. Uh, oh. Sorry? No, yeah, yeah, he will parry 20. Parry 20. He's in a combat situation just in case he's needing it. Cool. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 25 and an E slash. Roll the E, please. 25 E. four hits um yeah you whack it for four hits i mean it, it is staggering from side to side it, it looks about to ready to collapse uh great do you demos oh Hello, Mason. Sorry, sorry, my no phone worries. is not not cooperating with me. No worries. <laughs> okay. Um. And now I've lost the picture. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm assuming. Um, I'm I'm just gonna say. Um. Wait, is this for Demos or for Grey? I'm so sorry. For, for Grey. Grey, right. Um, he'll do... I mean, he's... Can he do... He's prepared for, like, a couple of rounds, right? Can yep. he do a perception but still have that preparation, or...? Uh... Prepar a snap perception is 10%, so he can... Mm. He, can he can do... He can do that, yes. Okay. He will do that. Cool, give me your own. At negative 20. Yeah. That's fine. 77. Oh. And his perception is... Oh, past 38. Has a look around. Nothing, I'm afraid. 
Okay. Nothing. Um. He'll... Yep. Oh no, I was gonna say he'll prepare. I'm gonna oh. keep preparing. No worries. Uh, Etienne. Um, well, he'll continue to prepare. Um, he'll, he'll walk into the enclosure. Um, yeah. Cool. Geros. Into the enclosure. He's, yeah, further in. He's got 10% um, action, so that's about... Yep, he gets to about right. there. Um, she'll call out to our school. Are you okay? Can I kiss it better? <laughs> okay. Then she'd like to build an ice house. <laughs> Jokes. Um, then she'd like to check on her cat. Like, meow, meow. Where are you? Okay. And, oh, not a lot to do right now besides building an ice house. She'll do a full perception. Give me a roll. Give me a roll, please. Okay. Nineteen. One nine. One nine. Thank you. Okay. And her bonus? Oh, goodness. Sorry. Uh, what did I say? 48, oh. I think. Check. Yep. So she check. definitely definitely sees both Victory here. Uh, Victory's climbed partially up this tree. And she also sees Tarquin uh, up at the... up quite high up in the tree. Okay. Um... She, what's left? What have we got left? Seventy uh, percent. Seventy. Yep. Can she hold that? Sure. To Thank do, you. to do what? What's her action? Uh, potentially cast. Uh, she needs seventy-five percent. Oh, cast. seventy-five. Oh. Um. Gosh, she can't really do much else, can she? She'll just pass. Cool. That's cool. So are there, are there any living dogs remaining? Yes, right in front of you. Ah, oh, right. He's going to stab him, Mick. Stab, stab. Give me your roll, please. Eighty-eight. There you go. I think this is mercy. <laughs> I think it is, too. Uh, Twenty-two and an E-slash. Roll the E-critical, please. Thirty-four. Thirty-four. Um, another three hits. And yes, as you suspected. And the stog collapses on the ground, killed fifth level. Uh, and suddenly, oops. Things go a lot quieter. Yeah, um, the sound of barking dogs has has ceased. Uh, all three are on the grounds, looking extremely extremely dead. Um, next actor is Mifan. She is going to also wait before she does her perception. Okay. Cool. 
But I think that's realistic. You know, you hear someone calling out for information. You. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Demos, anything, anything from you that we need to know? Um. Oh, I feel like he just want to move. Oh, move um out away from the wall, just like a tiny bit. Okay. Give him some breathing room. Okay, you tell me where. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Anything else? And then just, um, uh, just a perception, I guess. Sure, give me a roll. Oh, okay. Um. 44. Oh. Oh, roll again, please. Team. Okay. Uh, and his bonus? Uh, plus 50. Yeah. Um, looking, hang on. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> up here, you're glancing around. Firstly, you, you clock that um, Tarquin is up here. And then you, you see a figure. Uh, their, their head pops over here. Um, and they're looking down uh, in, in this direction. And then they dart back again. Now uh... Sorry, just, I was going to say, does, can, he, can he talk? Does he have enough? Yeah, yeah. Um, he'd say movement um, up there, and he'd point to where he saw the head. Mm -hmm. Cool. Anything else? Yep. Uh, he'd have his shield up. The stuff's come flying down before, so he'd want to be ready for it. <laughs> sure. Sure thing. Done. Uh, Nicholas. Uh, he's moving the whistling. He'll also um, say out so people within his, you know, people with on this side of the ice wall can hear. He'll just say that he, what he's seeing, basically. He'll just say the whistling is describing, he'll describe where it's going. Okay, and what's it doing now? It's going, going so um, in an arc, yeah, semicircle arc of 100 foot, to, and it wants to finish on 100 foot to the left of him. So up and over that wall, is that right? Up and no, up and up and along the along the same cliff face. Back, so back in the same direction towards you, coming back this way. Absolutely. Yep. And then, okay. uh, so he's the. It's like a a semicircle upwards. Okay. All right. Yep. It's it's arcing up, up, you know, and finishing down on on the other side. Cool. Going up high first. Cool. Yeah. Give me a roll, please. Oh, and uh, I suppose he's heard Demos. Yes, he has. Oh, well, then, then he'll definitely want to perhaps not complete that arc, and he'll want to observe what's in that vicinity. Uh, 14. 14? Yep. So uh, it, it was going 100 foot down, and it's now going up. So sorry, it's, 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 so it went to 100. So I'm, I, the way I'm thinking of it is, you know, how you get those protractors? 
Yep, so he's at the center and the protractor is vertical. He's going straight up and so it's going in an arc, 100 foot in radius. Up from... and around there and then down. Correct, correct. Okay, okay. Yep. Uh... But, but, actually, but actually we'll spend more time at the top so it can see where Demos indicated. Okay. Uh, how, how much does it move per round, please? Um, its base movement is uh, 120. 120? Okay, yep. so reasonably fast. Uh, yeah, it gets to the top of this ridge. It doesn't, it doesn't see anything. Uh, next okay. up is Tanya. Uh, right. Um, so she'll um, she's loaded her bow. So um, I think she'll, with response to that prompt from uh, Delos, mm -hmm. uh, she will turn around and aim her bow where he's pointing. Okay. An opportunity shot. Okay. Cool. Sure. Uh, cool. Uh, um, arrow trains in that vicinity, absolutely. She can't see a target. Okay. Uh, nothing obvious anyway. No, perceive, 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 perceive. Okay, give me a roll. Forty. Forty. And a bonus is eighty-one. No, doesn't see anything. Okay. Uh, Tarquin, you're next. Hello, Tarquin. Charles, you there? Hello? We still have Charles? Charles, you there? He's still online. Yeah, he is. Struggling with his... Technique. Maybe. We might... Giles, I'm sorry. In the interest of time, we're going to move on. We'll come back to... Come back to Tarquin in a sec. Uh... Seven. Right. Well, Seven's getting a bit grumpy. Uh, looking at his sword. Um... <laughs> he picked up, yep. Uh... Into this round, yep. Well, he will. Uh, also, Bill, he, he's also getting a bit grumpy because he, he kind of thinks he's just going to make the observation to the party that um, we've only got th we've got at least 25 individuals coming at us and we've only had three dogs. We better be really careful with our PowerPoints. We've got a long way to go. Okay. Okay. Anything else? That's it. Cool. He's grumping. That is the end of the rounds. So he's got his sword. Yes, he has got a sword. Um, and I'm going to say at that point we're going to come out of, out of rounds uh, what do people do there's no sign of anything else you're perceiving, you're watching there's no sign, there's no sign of movement what do you do <sighs> well let's um they're obviously in a defensible position. They don't want to leave, and they're not going to come to this one. Uh, uh, Nicholas, would, Nicholas would say he's got the whispling up there. Can you have a look? Um, and if, if he has people to... He, he's got to get in with 100 foot of it. He doesn't want to go 
exposed. So if people want to walk on either side of him to take fire, uh, then he's happy to go and explore. <laughs> he's squishy. It's very good of him. Uh, <laughs> he's looking at you, Stephen. Demos um, goes over with his shield. Cool. Thank you. Oh, Demos is such a protector. <laughs> um, uh, so Nicholas had proposed that if we're out of rounds, so using the whispering to scout at the top of the cliff, but he definitely want people around him. <laughs> it's, a, it's a friendly shield if we're going to walk that direction. Does that suit? Severin, so Severin and Diamos are happy to do that. Oh, sorry, where are we going? So, just walking along at the base of the cliff so that Nicholas can be within 100 foot of oh, yeah. Demos saw someone. And Tarquin's sharing what he saw as well, just so that Nicholas can scout and be in, within range. All right, well, um, Severin will hold his shield up and ready deflections and, yeah, sure. Cool. Oh, Demos do the same. Okay. Just... okay. So, uh, you come out, um, you, hang on, here we go, coming back to the map. Uh, this is where, if you'll recall, this is the, oops, sorry guys, this map is not as temperamental as it was, but it is still a little bit temperamental. That's where you had the fight with the dogs, here. You come out to the edge uh, here oops uh, of the rock face um, Nicholas you've got Demos and Severin either side of you you're feeling a lot more protected and what do you do please sorry my idea was to go so we saw someone peering out from the top of the cliff correct uh, Demos thought he Demos. saw someone yes Demos, Demos yep yeah. um was to go along the base of the cliff where we were. Yep. So going left from the ice wall, so that Nicholas is within range to use the whispering at the top. Oh, of the I cliff. see. I see. I, I misunderstood. Because I assume I assume that he didn't have, it didn't have, it couldn't get close enough because Nicholas wasn't close enough. Was my thinking. Okay. Right, to, to, to have the whispering. So you go you go this way. Well, yeah, just so that Nicholas can get the whispering to where Demos thought he saw sure, someone, just sure. to investigate the area. So you spend some time doing that. There is no sign of anybody there. Cool. Right. Regroup, replan. I think, so, to note, our friend... our friend's name? Moff did say that their tactic was to lock down. Yeah. So... And he's just scouting ahead and keeping an eye on what we're doing. The flyer guy, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so, you know, they've just got to wait us out, basically, and then a really defensible position. Yes, so we've somehow got to get in there. Um, and you can't get... You, you, it's whispering any closer, can you? 100 foot from Nicholas range, that's it. And uh, it's not particularly stealthy. I mean, I mean, we could do a fly invisible of somebody um, to to just get a sense of what we're up against. How how would you feel about that, Nicholas? If you were to fly invisible and then have the whistling as well. 
his perception's not great. Is he not? Okay. His, oh, his perception's about 30, 38, so he's going to miss stuff. Alright. I'm happy um, to do it. Well, I was just thinking... Because obviously you can be seen in the rain. Mm. Uh, and so it's flying, mm. so you know, you're likely to be shot at. Yeah. Anyone who's flying. And just getting that extra kind of... Close, you know, um, extension. Yeah. Yep, yep, happy to do that. It feels like we need a sense of kind of what we're up against, doesn't it? We, I mean, we could charge around the corner, fall on a couple of traps, and get ourselves into the right pickle, couldn't we? We don't really know what we're doing. We haven't really had a good look at, at, at where the path is, where the people are, or anything. And I don't think there's much point sending another, sending the Athenians along the ground again, because just, you know, it's just, there's traps and then there's visible people and it's just a bit of hard work. And you actually can't see much through the trees. The other option is we all fly down to the beach. Well, and stuff the people on the top. Yeah. I think that's an obvious move, though. <laughs> they will have thought of, they will have thought of defences for that, so... Yep, happily, happy for Nicholas to do that. Does, what's, Chris, what's the, is there a, uh, a skill required for try, going undetected while flying? Is that, is that stalk? Oh, God. Um... <laughs> Whilst invisible. <laughs> In the rain. No, there, there isn't a skill. No. It's just, a, it's just a, your, you get a negative to, a large negative to perceptions. You can't fly stealthy. Unless there's something for you to actively hide behind. Raindrop. I think would well, no, I think he would if he can stick to trees, and as you say, he's got he's got an extension by way of the, I, I'm um, gonna I'm gonna say too clumsy unless you unless we want to really inch us out by doing an agility check to see if he bumps into a tree or whatever, no, I'm gonna say no. It's just gonna be too cumbersome. He has got an acrobatic skill. No. But but yeah, no. Um, so yeah, that is an option, I suppose. To, but it's going to expend a lot of power points getting everyone down on the beach, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think that's the way. And to ultimately, go. we've got to kill everyone anyway, haven't we? Yeah, I suppose the other thing is we just all approach. We just take our time. Yep. Do we have decisions? Just, what do, what do mm. Mason and well, others think? And is, is Giles here? I don't know. Giles, are you still with us? His microphone's on. Yeah. But he might be having tech concerns, so maybe he can hear us. He hasn't messaged me, but... No. Maybe he's just shocked in the tree. Maybe yes. Um, message, message, just from the tree. I don't know what happened. I will sign out and log in again. Okay. Yeah, I'll get a microphone to work. Okay. Weird. What do you do, guys? What happens? What do you think, guys? I, I, my, I, I think we should get some idea of what we're walking into. Agreed. Yep. Cool. Otherwise, we'll just take a rain, a rain of arrows in our faces, you know. I build an ice house. 
<laughs> That's a beautiful like a, ice house. A moving ice house. And we can all shelter under it. Yeah. It would Gee, be good if you move those walls. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that would be my suggestion. Yep, okay. Nicholas is happy to do yep. that. Even like, Nicholas, even going out and approaching from the sea, you know? I mean, I don't know, depending on how you feel about that. Or coming along the cliffs from underneath. And from along, you know, from where we face, go round and then send the whistling rather than going over where they're expecting. Go circle round, send the whistling in from the side, maybe. Do you mean up the cliff? I mean, rather than going directly to the cliff, fly out sort of a quirky angle to the cliff further down the coast, and then yeah. and then send the whistling in progressively along the cliff. Yep. Yep. Let's do. Let's do that. Okay. And then minimise chance of being shot. Yeah. Right. Nicholas preferred to conserve his PowerPoint if that's possible. He's on thirty, uh, and it would take yeah. him nine. It would take him nine PowerPoints, leaving him twenty-one. Um, yeah, would you like spells. some help? Well, what's Kiros's PowerPoints on? Um, I'm currently on fifty-five. Happy to help. I, I think if she, if Nicholas does one and she does the other, yep. Perhaps. Um, Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. If, if is happy to do. If Kiros is happy to do um, the fly because it'll last for longer because it's one minute per level, so it'll be given nine minutes. Then yes. Nicholas will do invisibility. Yeah. Yep. No problem. Thank, thank you. Are you sure? Oh, is that a good idea? What, doing oh. it or the PowerPoints? Uh, no, I think doing it's necessary, but the PowerPoints in terms of Kiros using up her PowerPoints. I'm going I think we for need to do it. some fly spells. I mean, he's got, he's, he hasn't got a lot of PowerPoints, but, you know, he's got his ex. I don't know. <laughs> he's got his ex. <laughs> well, that, that's, that could be good because, I mean, yeah, we're more likely to need grey... For fighting, yeah, let's let's yeah, for fighting okay? rather than to... yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm okay. <laughs> I don't know what yep. I don't know what Aiden would have to say about it, but <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks anyway, Kiros. Yep. So Nicholas will prepare and cast invisibility on himself. Give me a roll, please. That's oh jeez, it's a two. <laughs> roll again for a spell failure. <laughs> oh no, oh dear. I guess time for bed. Oh no, it's a ninety-seven. Roll oh. again, please. <laughs> Plus a sixty. <laughs> Plus a six zero. Six zero, yeah. One uh, finds work in a bar somewhere. One five oh, seven. Jesus. He's got base spells of fourteen. If that helps. Severe strain <laughs> takes toll on caster. Spell <gasps> misfires. You take five hits, Nicholas. Oh, and the, and lose the powerpoints. I assume. Yeah. Uh, oh, did go off. Yep. And you're stunned for six rounds. Okay, five hits. Sixty-three hits. Uh, okay. um, you are on sixty-three okay. hits. Yeah, correct. Charles, are you back with us? I'm on my phone. I don't know what's happened to my very expensive. 
computer, which is very irritating. It, it, it was working just just fine, but yeah, weird. Um, Giles, uh, again. yeah, uh, heck, we'll just just narrate a little bit for Giles. I'm really sorry that that happened, mate. Um, by the way, it's bang on ten o'clock, guys. Uh, I'd love to move the story on a smidge. Uh, I've got a busy, busy day tomorrow. However, I could play for another fifteen, but I'd have to have a hard stop at. 10.15, or we can call it there. What are, What's people's preference? I'll go with the majority. Be, I'm easy. I think it'd be good for us to have information to think about during the week, if, and we're about to do information gathering, hopefully. Okay, all right. Mm. Cool. 15 minutes, and then I absolutely have to, have to stop. Yep. I'm going to really quickly narrate what happened, Giles. Um, uh, basic, uh, in case you missed it, um, did an inspection of where Demos sorry, thought he saw some movement. There was no one there via the whispling, um, Nicholas's little drone. Um, the dogs are all dead. I'd like Tarquin, please, to make uh, three rolls coming down the tree. Um, I'm gonna, unless, uh, unless you cast a spell to do it, I'm assuming you're climbing. I'm just interested in no fumble. So no one, two, three, four, five from, from I, I, I would cast land. Okay, roll landing. So I can't. Cark on my phone, but I'll cast landing. Yep, cool. Give me a roll, please. Eighty-two. Eighty-two. The spell is successful. Definition of the spell, please, is. So for every level, I can um, fall one hundred and forty feet and land as if I'm stepping. I'm I'm pulling it off my he head. I can't remember, but essentially, okay. essentially yeah. Okay, um, let's say you're down. So you're down. Uh, what what yeah. do characters do, please? Uh, Nicholas will fumble that spell, but then he'll have another go. Prepare four rounds and cast invisibility on himself. Go, please. Uh, 44. 44. That time, the spell is successful. <laughs> cool. And then if Ray can make him fly, that'll be great. Go, Gray. Got Gray. So Gray's got fly but then he's got hang on because he's level seven he's got long fly oh. you want to fly uh long so yeah so long fly is his fly except duration is one hour per level is that better do you want that if, if, <laughs> if he's got the power points to cast it he's got the power points to cast it yes he does mm -hmm. okay What was the result, please? 65. 65, thank you. That spell yeah. is also successful. You're invisible and you're now flying for uh, seven hours, is that right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay, describe what happens. That is a hugely yeah. useful spell. That is a massively useful mm. spell. Mm. Uh, what happens, please? Um, so Nicholas will um, take a direction from Severin, so feel free to jump in, Graham, but my understanding is go sort of a long loop around to the cliff. Okay, so looking at uh, the screen sorry, now, uh, yep. you're staring at the screen, you are staring at the screen, where are you going? Yep. So going, going to his right in an arc towards the cliff, 
Okay. Um, going so keeping it at just under treetop height, so middle of the middle of trees. Okay. Going from tree to tree. Yep. And where are your companions going uh, with you, Nicholas? Oh, they're not. So he's flying and invisible, and he's going by himself. Okay. In that case, you and I uh, need to step into chat room one. Right. Sorry. Back in a sec, guys. Uh, hello. Hello. All right. There we go. Uh, you can't see the screen, but you will in a second. Uh, can now see the screen. Okay. Yep. So he's he's coming through the trees, and the whistling yep. is out in front. Is that correct? Yeah. So he'll move the whistling, then move himself. Move the whistling, move himself. Yep. Okay. Okay. So he comes comes through and gets to here and the first thing he sees is um just a second the gm's got to make a quick alteration to the map one second please there we go uh delete just just one sec coming Pete boom oops no don't delete that delete that delete that okay uh okay back on the screen uh So, first thing he sees as he comes through is, um, oops, uh, oops, a daisy just coming down a smidge, is in the distance, kind of at this bay area here, what appear to be, sees them quite easily, a collection of boats around here. What's he doing? Um, what sort of boats? Are they long boats or yeah, very long, 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 long boats. Uh, there's no one there that he can see. Are they they're anchored or moored? They they appear to be anchored around some rocks. And could you give me a perception roll, please? Sixteen. It's thirty-nine. He's not not wonderful, is he? No. But actually, that was enough. Yeah, he he notices that there are some stepping stones going out to the rocks, uh, going out to the rock that these boats uh, boats are on. That's all. We knew what there were boats moored near the entrance to the cave. Yeah. Okay. Um. So just to be clear, he is say two thirds of the way up tree up the tree yeah, yeah, and sure. trying to. Yeah. I'm just being as cautious as possible. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Um, Cool. Um, he will um, stay. Uh, he doesn't want to be on the outside of the trees. He wants to be on the inside of the trees. Yep. Uh, but we'll work. We'll slowly, slowly work his way around. Okay. A bit, a, well, well, he'll be exploring with. The, he'll want to explore with the whispering 
100 foot from where he is now all the way around down okay. down the cliff forward wherever okay. he can all right so he comes out here and there's this open area here and in this open area that he can see There's a, whoops, a daisy, there's a, a shelf of rock to one side, some branches over the top, you can see there, and there's uh, some, some what appears to be um, logs, and it looks like a fire's been there, um, there's some bottles and some plates scattered around. Um, and there's a gap in the in the wall. It's not quite. Oh, you, no, you can't quite see it there. The gap in the wall comes out, and it leads onto a. You can just see from here that there is a very narrow ledge outside. So through here, in fact, I'm gonna. I'm gonna between the two coloured rocks, between yeah. the brown and the grey. Yeah, that's yeah. it. There's a gap, and it goes out to a um, a gap in the wall. Uh, and this matches the description of the approach that we were given. Correct. Um, where does where does the whispering go from here? Uh, it wants to well now it wants to start looking for people. Okay, where? Um, uh, around the outside of this. So this structure. way or this yep. way? Uh, we'll, we'll want to do both. Okay. Um, but start with the outside. Yep. Wanting to just explore that, that around the edges of that, around okay. the edges of that clearing. Okay, so starting with outside, it comes out here, and it sees several things. I'm going to switch to another map in a second. What it sees is a series of ledges that come out here, and I'll show you on another map in a second, basically a close-up map. And it sees some people, and I'll tell you the people it sees in a second. It also sees. Um, this shelf of rock at the very base down here and you can make out there a little bit better four boats and yeah. a, a set of stones and you can just make out doesn't require a perception roll but you can just make out a person here okay. yep. Um, yep distance is approximately 300 Ish feet away or thereabouts okay so that's kind of from the outside what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna zoom into a closer map so before I do that I'm just gonna go back to here no oh, I'm gonna go back to yeah uh... yeah there we go just give me one second to swap the map No, wrong one. Oh. Um, take that off. Yeah, that's better. All right. Yeah, cool. Okay, so this is... I showed you kind of the... the, the, the wider map. Uh, I'm now going to take you back obviously ignore Joe I'll take your 
characters off and move them somewhere else. There we go. That's it. Cool. All right. Uh, coming back on, on stream, Pete, uh, now. So you'll you recall me describing this little kind of arch, well, this little covered, covered area here. Yep. So there's a gap in the rocks. And if you come out, there is a very, very narrow ledge. And you can see this very, very narrow ledge there. Like how, like how narrow? Uh, one person. Two, like two, two, two foot? Uh, three, maybe. It's narrow and crumbly in places. And Ooh. on the outside, and, and the whistling gets a good look around. Sees the following. The ledge comes out here of this little uh, entranceway, skirts along, and it gets to a drop here. And across the chasm, on the other side, that is a distance of some 50 or so feet, is a, a gap. And the whispering sees three people. This person, this person with a bow, this person here, and then could you give me a, a perception roll please? At 26 plus 39. Uh, 26. Oh. Yeah, okay. A pretty lucky roll. But you also spot another person over here with a bow. Ooh, okay. Um, what's, particu what's particularly interesting is there are circle... Uh, there are... Um, it's like several rings driven into the stone here. Quite ancient from what you can see. And attached to the end of the rings at this end and falling down here is a rope bridge. It appears to be cut at this end. Yep. Further around the way, uh, in this distance that you can see the arrows, 300 yep. foot away or so is, there, is those uh, boats, that person outside. So seen four people. Right. And uh, can he see that there's a set of ledges going down to the beach? Oh, sorry. Good point. Good point. Really good point. Last point. Yes. There is this kind of slippery, treacherous in places trackway that zigzags down and down and down and down and down and down to finally get to there. See it there. Uh, the distance is approximately, from memory, 80 or 90, yeah, about 80 foot, 80 or 90 foot. It's a long okay. way down. Wow. And onto hard rocks, yeah. Oh, just as, just as was explained to us. Yep. Got the, got the, the rope bridge cut, all that sort of thing. Yeah, cool. Um, what does he do? 
would like another perception to see if he can spot anyone else. Sure, give me a roll. If, or, or, or is he done? Is that enough? Or, I think that's probably enough. Yep. Yeah, cool. Yep. Um, right. Um, uh, sorry, what am I talking about? Of course you can always try. Of course you can try. Give me a roll. Well, oh, well, give me a roll. Give me a roll. I'm just meaning um, sometimes, not a limit, but we just say... Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, yeah. you can perceive and perceive and perceive, but still, you can yeah, always... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 30, uh, 31 plus 39. Okay. Doesn't spot anything else. Cool. Okay. Uh, uh, right. Can... Oh, okay, so that... Oh, okay, so this is a more accurate view of the clearing. Okay. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Uh, he would like to explore the whistling around the trees in the clearing. He doesn't um, see his party. <laughs> I'd be surprised. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. Give me give me two more perception rolls for having a look around the trees. Um, particularly lo looking for invisible people. Yep, sure. That's a 47. And a 29. Okay. No, no sign. He um, feels as though he's had a good, he spent a good amount of time. It's been very quiet. He himself, what's a hundred foot? You know, that's you know, that's a hundred. So he's come, based himself here, and he sent the whispering yeah. out and had a good look around. There are more trees here, and uh, um, yeah, reasonably more trees. No, no, no. Actually, this is the more accurate one. He's had a look. There are more trees over in this direction, by the way. He's had a good look around yep. the trees. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, he will not cast presence because that's classes a mental attack spell, and he would become visible. Okay. Yes. Um, he's got more time on his hands, I believe. He does. Um, it is also eighteen past, and I do need to make a move, Pete. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, yeah, in fact, during the week, we could do a session at just you and me, and if you wanted to explore further up the coast. Yeah, okay. Okay. Just, just that, that was the plan, to go further up and see if we can ascertain okay. what's right. happening above. Okay, yeah. so that was kind of my, my question. He's not going back to the group now. He's he's doing more exploring. He, yeah. Okay, just, okay, done. Yeah. Done. Well, well, I'll, I'll have a think about it. Um, but yeah. Cool. But, that's, but currently where we're going to end him is, is there. All right. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, yep. let's go and join the main chat, uh, the main group, and let's wrap it up for the night. Actually, 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 he's got how many hours of fly? Seven, Seven hours of fly. Seven. No, he'd go back. He'd go back to the group and report in, and then see about an option of going out again. I think. All that's, right. That's what. That's what's helpful for the group. Yeah. All Especially right. Especially because then we can talk and make plans. Yep. Thank you. I'll. Right. Yep. Thank you. back in. Yep. Done. I'll see you back in a sec. Hey, oh, they're back. Yeah, I was, was going to say, it's going to have to come back and give us a lowdown pretty soon. Yep. Yes, sorry, we're running out of time. We are very, very quick lowdown, Pete, and then we're going to we're going to call it. Oh, um, so he uh, has gone, he's found the entrance, he's found the, and it matches the description we had, so there's a gap in the, there's like a rock wallish thing at the top of the cliff, there's a gap in it which leads to a series of ledges that go down to the beach. He saw three people on those ledges and then one further on, so he's seen, he's viewed four people. He's explored, there's, there's a, a clearing in front of where the gap is. Uh, 
clearing in the trees. He's explored all around there and tried to spot people. Yes, he's done a good job of exploring, but hasn't seen anyone else. So they have uh, camped, they have fortified, basically. They've, um, there, there's a gap between two of the ledges, um, and there's a, a cut rope bridge. So they've done, as, the, as our friend said they would, when threatened, they will just batten down the hatches and, and withdraw. So that's his, that's his assessment. Um, uh, okay. He also saw three boats moored, he's assuming, uh, well, uh, moored on a rock with, with uh, in the water, stepping stones to where he assumes the cave is. He saw one more person on the beach, down by the cave, they were in the distance. That's what he's seen. Cool. And in the interest of time, and the GM does need to make a move on this occasion. Yeah. Uh, any qualifying questions, any additional stuff, is either going to have to wait until next session or you guys can do your plot and your scheming elsewhere. Thank you, Pete. Um, any, anything absolutely mission critical people need to know before we wrap up tonight from anybody other than uh, Sophocles, Grey, you were deciding tonight, and Neathanol, you were deciding tonight. Yeah, Neathanol will give... Um... I give it to Tarquin for his uh, audacious tree hop. Um, Excellent. Excellent. Um, only other thing from me, Pete, is wondering if you mind sketching what you saw or something, so give some idea. Is that possible? Absolutely, yeah. Thank you. Also, Nicholas would make the offer, as he's got that fantastic fly spell, he would offer to do a big loop round and try and scout the other end of the beach, so the cliffs above the cave. Was that something we wanted to do? To take the time to do? Yes. Definitely. Okay, so Pete, you and I can do a separate session doing that. Yep. Cool. Any, can anything? I give self a, can I give self a please to Nicholas? For, yeah. For flying. Yes. For flying oh, and scouting. Definitely. Thank you very much. Definitely. Definitely. Did, did you love Keris' ice, ice um, castle that she was building? Goodness me. It was a very nice ice castle. <laughs> it was a lovely ice castle. Very Christmas nice ice worthy. castle. Christmas okay. worthy. <laughs> All right, guys. I, I really do Have need to. Have a good one. Thank you. Um, next, Wednesday, next Wednesday, seventeenth. Speak to you then. Bye. See you guys. Bye, 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 bye. 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 Congratulations. Bye. Congratulations. Bye. Congratulations. bye. bye.